She could feel them watching her. We see the Inquisitor, Sita Venlas, hat off her head, staring out the window. She had sealed her letters, the burning sensation of heated wax remaining on her hands, reminding her of every word and failure. This town was dying. Perhaps it was already dead. It had been for a long time coming, but she refused tooth and nail. Though perhaps that worded sentiment had come back to bite her. When she closed her eyes, she could hear them. The screams, the crackling of buildings, she saw them casting harsh orange across her face and streaks of blood and tears across the people. Her people. She woke with a start. No, no time for that. No, no time for sleep. Not now. The vampires had to fall, or else everything else would. His madness was contagious, and she was certain this town would buckle under the weight of his ego. If it hadn't already. So, last time on Curse of Innistrad, not this conversation. Um, having spent some more time in the village of Kresk and, uh, having received the invitation from, uh, Maurer himself to attend to his manor for a meal, uh, you resolved everything else you had remaining in the town, which wasn't all that much at that time, and resolved to set back out for Palas, uh, not exactly a harrowing journey, but one that you weren't really sure what you were going to find at the end. Um... Uh, across the way, you encountered a few oddities, but nothing that really delayed you from arriving back, where you saw quite a few streams of smoke, um, a heavier guard border around the outside walls, and met up with your friend Grove there. Um, after some discussion uh, about the circumstance of things he saw on his own journey, <clears throat> you uh, went to enter the city, in which case you were directly invited in upon recognizing that it was. Conrad leading you. Hey. Um, in which you were brought back to meet uh, Inquisitor, uh, High Inquisitor Seat of Endless, who uh, seemed to have been pushed to a breaking point um, when, as you saw passing through the city, a number of the buildings burned to a crisp, other ones damaged, and really the state in disarray, and the town nearly ghostly in its lack of presence. You talked with her and found out the circumstances of an attack that had happened the previous night, um, setting some places ablaze, hearing um, a notable body count had happened, and the lockup of the woman that you had sent here to begin with, uh, Irina Koliana. Um, splitting up, a number of you talked to the Inquisitor more, Faustus spoke with Victor about the circumstances of his staying, the man, not the tiny doll, though they're pretty interchangeable. So I'm actually okay with how things went. I thought I was going to get yelled at a lot more. I'm, as just an aside, I'm curious as to why. Uh, because earlier on when we were here, uh, she was like, all right, I'll help you out with your little investigation, but this better not uh, fuck with Palas. From what she had taken of it, it didn't seem that she blamed this situation, at least of what happened on you. Right. Spoiler alert, <laughs> something happened to Palas. The fact that no one got their ass ripped is probably a good sign that she's insane. <laughs> um, so uh, while s similar time, Nick went off and spoke with Irina, who is being held in captivity for 
her and the town's protection, it seems, though she grows tired of it. And uh, finally, Grove went to investigate the situation happening in the town square. Quite a few, num- uh, larger number of people than before uh, clapped into the stocks surrounding the kind of raised pedestal and statues of the town center. Um, we ended last time with him waiting there, waiting to meet up with Zyoldar and Yevgeny, two of the hunters he had met with at a previous time. Um, you do know that they would be a while, so we're not going to start there. Uh, we're going to start over with the other mass of you. Um, as you all, for respective reasons, um, are, or some of them united reasons, depart the uh, Baroness's house. Um, as you approach outside, there is the same man who escorted you inside the city, kind of tall and stern. Um, Conrad, you had been given a stack of letters for him to take. Yes, which I will deliver as I find the person. He's immediately outside as you rather <laughs> Did everything go well? As well as can be expected. I was told to bring these to you. Very well, then. He takes them. And as his fingers crinkle into each of the envelopes, he kind of holds there for a moment. Is she quite well? She's doing her best. Angels know that's all we can ask for now, I suppose. I mean, I'm no healer. I knew some, but they didn't come with me. There are many to heal around too, I'm afraid. We're going to do our best to make things a little less dire around here. <sighs> then you're in for a long road. We've walked long takes the, He takes the envelopes and looks over them and sets them into a leather pouch at his side and gives you a cathar salute, heads out. So where is this manor that we were talking about going to? Uh, it is over kind of on the east side of town. One second, you get to look at the right map. Is it within the walls? It is within the walls. Okay. It's another, it, there are a few large buildings in town. Palas, as it is in the Outland Valleys, is not particularly wealthy in the grand scheme of things, but once again, it is wealthy for the area and there are some larger houses some multi-storied ones with quite a bit of room and places for uh workers to be amongst them um so it's not a ton of effort to find it even with just the barest gentle guidance of where to go um one moment actually is it the big red building with the smoke coming up off of it uh it is this one less broad but as you approach you see that it, it is actually immensely tall compared to some of the others around here. So it's built like a clock tower, almost? <laughs> Not exactly a clock tower. Um, and more that it has a rather peaked roof, um, as well as being uh, two stories where many of these other buildings are not or are for purposeful use. The one over here, if that's what you're speaking of, is actually the neck right next to the stockyard, as you can see. Okay. That's actually the shop. Yeah, I remember the <laughs> shop. Things happened. Still, um... Yeah, as you approach up the street towards the Walker house and see that there aren't um, too many folks out and about at this time, uh, you do notice as you pass by the center of town with its immense central statue and the number of stocks, you can see Grove waiting off to the side of it. Hello, Grove. Conrad. Are you well? Annoyed is a good term. Yes, I can, I can rather imagine. This book is fascinating. Did you know Quill Wolf apparently tastes like chicken? What? Quill wolf usually tastes like what they eat. Chicken is very good, but sometimes they taste like deer and other wolf. But it's much easier just to kill chicken or deer than to try to kill a quill wolf. But then you can pick your teeth afterwards. Make some really nifty arrows to it, too. Um, where are y'all off to? Uh, we're off to the Vokter house. 
not too far from here. For what reason? We think she's a vampire. It was was mentioned in the prophecy, and she's contributing to the chaos of this region. (sighs) There's supposed to be be a sword in her house. He'll kind of glance over his shoulder to the people of the stock and be like, We'll be taking care of that after we're done. You sure? Give her what? Uh, the uppity inquisitor placing my countrymen in stocks for not oh, yeah. oh. knowing where they fucking live. Okay. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly keen on, but she's looking for somebody to punish, and obviously, if, yeah. One way or another, Palas needs solidarity right now. Yes, Palas needs solidarity. I have some friends visiting and when they get back from the hunt, but I'm sure this won't take too long. Just to be clear, I was saying we should resolve the stock situation after this. Yes, yes. I will... Yeah. Then who should lead? Lead what? The city. Do you think that this city only sprang into existence when the Inquisition showed up? No, but Do you think it's not been governing itself? For hundreds of years? The governess does seem a little bit on the spacey side. Yes, maybe the boy wizard could. I'm not sure if you're aware, (laughs) but the people that you believe to be in charge, they're not the ones that hold things together. The boy wizard? (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. What section of that made that idea appeal to you? He was making a jest. I hope he was. Compared to the secloistered governess and the insane inquisitor. Listen, there's no one what lives in that house that's well-adjusted. Let's just... Uh, it's a fair thing to say, am I right? Alright, what's our plan for the, the tower at hand? I'll just kick open the door if I they mean, complain. We could scale to the top and see if the sword's you know up in the top. That's where they keep things, right? It, this Everyone is a Nick. <laughs> I've also mentioned it's not a tower. It is just kind of a tall building. This isn't about the sword. This is about about how many stories? Getting rid of her, right? It is two with a very peaked roof. Okay. Most of the buildings around here aren't even two stories. Gotcha. And even then, like Illyria has spider walk, she can just literally parallel to the ground walk up it. <laughs> if yes. only we had a horse that could fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so complicated and costly. <laughs> Such a weird obsession about that. So, uh, I'm usually for the force action. I say we just talk to her, and when she decides not to acquiesce, we go the brute force situation. If that's the case, then I think. Would you like to stand by a window somewhere, Nick? Get the drop on them if things go bad. Oh, oh okay. I was going to um, suggest that if if we're for taking a soft approach, that I might be more useful inside. But yeah, yeah. yes, I agree. I'm I'm sorry. This situation comes up so rarely for us. It's usually easier to catch somebody in their den when they're not brandishing a sword. We did race here because the city was under attack, right? If all I'm saying is that she'll be more inclined to listen to the prattlings of a Nephalian than to the interrogation of an inquisitor would you like to go in without me then oh no 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 no! well hmm. <laughs> it, i don't know how to say this like uh, you look like a fucking inquisitor damn no. <laughs> dude have you looked you walk like an inquisitor 
Nick, you may be open with me. <laughs> it, he walks, he talks, he sounds, and even smells like an Inquisitor. Too good to be having been out in the wild with us this long. No, I mean, it's just, um... Uh, no, I don't think I need to go in alone. Uh, just not with me? No, you, you can... Give me present. All I'm saying is she, she, she needs to be... If she is in a defensive mindset, then I mean, who knows, maybe she got, she's got some goons or something. You know what? You know what we should do? Is we should acquire information about this about this damned place before we just stroll in. You're right. And I, I know. I look just around. The guy, if he's still alive and not in the stocks, points to the guy <laughs> at the stocks. Is it literally the old man I tried to talk to last session? Oh God, that'd be really good, wouldn't it? But no, it's not. Oh, hi, Nick. Unfortunately, there's already a character. Oh, I really wish it was the old man. That would have been great. <laughs> Hello, Dick. Happy to see you, Will. <laughs> God damn it. You're supposed to be out of the stocks. You're, you're killing me, kid. Kill nope. Me. I'm super in the stocks. <laughs> God, I could definitely still do that, though. It's not too late, huh? It's not too late. It's never too late. And yet it's always too late. In the stock market. Uh. <laughs> all right, that's all. I'm not doing it. <laughs> that was a pretty good jewel. <laughs> Yeah, was, for one session, I wasn't the one with the terrible joke. We'll see. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, you know an individual, actually, though. Yeah, who sticks around in these sorts of areas. Um, the thing that really makes it work out for him is that he is kind of a scumbag by nature, but in the way that he appears professional everywhere. And so he obtains recruitment as a guard from town to town lives in place long enough, at least for them to trust him to do that, generally does hunting purposes and helps yeah, so bring in new kind of Wandered around the countryside from route to route? Occasionally, yeah. Uh, you know, he's been out here lately. Okay. Uh, partly because it's a bit hard to make as much money out here. Part of being the guard is that he helps weed out other crimes that he can be one of the only games in town. Um, anyway, yeah, but you know him by the... Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, name of uh, Grigor. Um, so I need to find Grigor. I look around at the empty and gently smoking streets. Well, if I know anything about Grigor, is that uh, probably be at the bar. <laughs> That's still intact. Last I checked. All right. We have a heading. So we will wander to the inn. <laughs> One of our two bases of operations. Last time we were here. I tried to live here. I tried to sleep here. It worked occasionally. I think we better spend seeing what the boy wizard is up to. Send a message if you need me. I okay. Why the boy wizard? <laughs> Conrad, you've known this man a long time. Why is he so interested in this boy? I don't think any of us are going to enjoy the answer. He was married, right? That's. I don't think that's the issue here. Conrad goes a little white. <laughs> Let's let's go to the bar. Okay. I shake the entire bar till scumbags fall out. <laughs> uh, Just pick it up by the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a relatively short trek till you end up back by the uh, wooden building and the, the hand painted wooden sign of the waterfall. When you step inside, uh, you see a similar variety of people as Grove saw not that long ago. Um, in particular, you see behind the counter um, is uh, Erwin Martikov. 
and you, the dark skinned man who has served you many a time here, and you see uh, two young men, shaved faces, kind of tousled hair, sitting up in one of the more front tables, uh, having some sort of hushed conversation as they down vast amounts of alcohol. Um, there doesn't really seem to be uh, anyone else immediately here, but if you do know Gregor, as you're certain you do, he should be here. You just don't see him. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I remember correctly, it's a fairly open floor design, so it's not like he's hiding. Like the bartender for a zipper on the side of his head. <laughs> Old man Grigor! <laughs> um, no, he will, uh, well, I guess if he doesn't see him, then he will check with the barkeep and see if there's just staying. So, uh, yeah, as you approach, uh, Erwin gives a friendly nod of the head as he continues polishing off uh, another piece of glassware. See, everyone's back now. So I'll go with a friend, the one with the heavy coat and large beard. And where what is he? Do? Oh, he is speaking. Of, uh, in the case of other friend, he was specifically speaking to one of your traveling companions, I suppose, worth noting as he nods over towards uh, oh. Grove. <laughs> Sorry. Um, is Grigor still... Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was still hanging around here, last I checked. Uh, I didn't think much anyone would be asking for him. He tends to keep to himself a lot. Yeah, yeah, he would if he'd lived like he had. Uh, is he staying here or what? No, it should just be on the balcony right above. Try to keep out of the way, as far as I've noticed. Thank you. Uh, is this balcony like visible? Like, uh, yeah, over the, the bar or hang outside of the bar? It hangs directly over the bar. Um, there's a staircase just kind of over to the side. See, uh, uh, there's a separate way up to go to some rooms, and this one. One goes up to the other rooms. Okay, then yeah. Staircase. Yeah. Um, then yeah, he'll head up there. Um, so yeah, as you uh, end up plodding over to the uh, wooden staircase and take some uh, steps up the side, you can see, as you start getting a higher view of the story above, there is uh, a man with a very uh, recognizable face, at least to you. Uh, kind of not quite kneeling, more of at this very low squat, one uh, knee at touching the edge of the railing as he looks down and seems to be observing um, those two raucous men at the table below. Um, he's dressed in relatively light wear, uh, kind of a leather shirt and jacket look to him. But you know... Uh, that under there, he likes to keep a few layers of uh, simple metal plates in case anyone has tried to stab him, like they have on multiple occasions. He doesn't look over to you as you come up, but just kind of makes a motion with his left hand with two fingers towards him. Really? I don't think either of them are carrying heavy coin purses, and in 20 minutes they'll be too drunk to even gamble. <laughs> oh, please. I'm not directly stealing from them. It's really the indirect long-term plan, you understand? I'll know what you're working with. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, uh, not here to help. Uh, just wondered if you maybe knew some things, and that it, maybe if you did, uh, that I could, you know, see my way to seeing you compensated for that. You know, our usual arrangement. Of course, of course. He still hasn't looked at you this entire time directly. Um, he's just carefully looking through the bars down below. So what are you looking after? Um, Any new prey this time? I hear you're back on the job. <laughs> Yeah, but me and you is usually corpse traders, but uh, I'm looking after rich lady in town. Uh, not the Baroness, though, the other one, Tall House. 
I'm sure you've cased it. Locked your ass, huh? Join me. He points down, <laughs> kind of right next to it, <laughs> over there. And I'm totally not a thief casing. <laughs> See those two? Yeah. Those are really what you're looking at. See, not specifically because uh, they're important, but specifically because they're unimportant but connected. Those are her sons. Morons, both of them, but just so the two. I've... And as I, as you made the suggestion, they might not have much gold now, but soon they'll be heading back, and she does. Oh, they don't have their allowance yet. Okay. As for the place itself, uh, no one knows too much of what happens there than those who go in, but those who go in tend to have their lips sealed, so they say. And I haven't really seen fit to hitting any up in dark alleys as of yet. <laughs> All right. Conversations, though, happen of uh, meetings, occasional readings from some book of sorts. So a lot of people come out seem a lot happier than when they go in, though, and I don't know too many things to make people happy around these parts other than coming here, so. You think Drake's involved? Considering that they don't seem to be particularly drunk, I wouldn't suggest. Hmm. It's gotta be something, though. Yeah, I gotta get a look at that book, apparently. <laughs> she has them semi-regularly, and if you want to go in as a patron of sorts, I'm certain she wouldn't mind, but she'd definitely know about you then. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, considering uh, who she has around, she probably knows about you already. Yeah, no, I figured can't do this one clean. Probably going to make it as dirty as possible. Uh, if you're planning on breaking in, I would suggest leaving town immediately after. She's Why, she got a guard's loyal to her or anything like that? A few. More than a few, honestly. Part Which of why it's been him? so difficult getting ingrained this time. What, she pay him? A sizable margin, yeah. <sighs> That's good to know. Honestly, the uh, Baroness might not have even been in control by the time that it was just her. Her husband, maybe. I don't know. Wasn't here then. Once he passed away and then the Inquisitor came to town, people really weren't happy about that. To whoever was willing to support them. Guards, other folk. Many of the workers here are happy with her. Powerful force, that one. And they say money can't buy happiness. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel I've been pretty happy with my life so far. <laughs> and again, I'm not generally buying things. Speaking of which, if you're working... Um, keep a good distance uh, around that circus freak. Uh, yeah, he was an odd one. Isn't in town anymore, as far as I saw. Oh, he's left entirely. Okay, that makes sense. Something else odd about him? I knew he seemed to be into some strange ideas. Didn't really uh, do much. Let's just say that I learned firsthand that he is remarkably paranoid and inventive. He holds out his hand where, like, you know, in the middle of one of his fingers, there's, like, a, you know, pinprick. Needle <laughs> trap? Mm-hmm. And they have those out here. Like I said, he's inventive. Good to know. But if he's gone, then, I don't know, might not matter, but I'd figure, give you a heads up, along with a little something. Yeah, I assume as a as a point of the feature, I've got the, like, petty cash yeah, on Yeah, sure, I'm, I'm not going to compensate him. Make you worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> even, if it w even if I did, it'd be, like, a relatively low amount of gold, so don't worry about it. Well, thank you kindly. Don't don't make too much of a ruckus now, right? If you can help it. Mm, yeah, I'll see if I can help it. Listen, most of the body trading things have already gotten too big around here, and the coffin maker's out of business, so I don't think you're going to have enough room to pursue old ways. <laughs> no, no, I'm not looking for corpse traders out here. I'm aiming a bit higher this time. So I hear, but if it takes too long, you might end up the same. Oh, yeah, no. 
You've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many people have it if they're paying attention. Just gotta get one for, one back for Jackie Boy. You know how it is. Anyway. Give him my best. Yeah, I'll give him your best. <laughs> Pose himself. Drop the coins and get the hell out of there. Yeah, he did not look over to you the entire time. Just extended like a hand out to the side when you dropped the coins. <laughs> Can I ask the bartender a brief question while he's talking to Grigor? Sure. Um, and the hushed <laughs> talking from upstairs. Yeah. Um, have you seen um, Rictavio's wagon lately? Isn't that the thing you folks bought? I'm sorry, have you seen Rictavio? <laughs> Easier question. Uh, up until last night, yeah. What happened last night? Don't know much, honestly. And, well, apparently, vampires, fires. Heard a few things from people seeing him out the way uh, where those happened. Don't know other than that. I haven't seen him in town since then. So he just sort of vanished once the chaos happened? That's what they're saying. After being caught up in it to some degree, some people saw him in the smoke and flames. I'm not really sure what, to be honest. That's a shame. He's one of the only men who ever made me laugh. Must be quite the achievement. Indeed. I'll try not to crack a smile as he turns to go back to the others. Sometimes the typecasting works for you. As Nick comes down. So the house is a black box. Uh, she's got some guards paid off. It's a black box. It's not easy to figure out what's going on in there. I see. As might be the case with a black box. <laughs> it's okay if you don't speak the lingo. I understand. <laughs> no, I am rather a square, much like a box would be. So what can we actually expect when we get in there? Well, I'll tell you this. We can expect uh, some difficulties afterward. Afterward? Yeah, like I said. Uh, a lot of guards, a lot of normal folk, and very loyal. Spreads the money around, you know. Human shields? Though it seems a bit more directly than, you know, two kids. Don't look, but uh, behind you at that table as we walked in. Oh, those two. Ah, yes. So, has this changed your plan any? Not really. I just, I, I wish, uh, I don't know. I figured he would have maybe checked the place out in depth. But uh, if, he, if even he's spooked, then it's definitely uh, hard enough to crack. So yeah, it's just move in as before. I will call on her inquiring about this book group. We, you know, oh, the culture out here, finally. And she'll be eating out of my hand in like 10 minutes. I believe you. What should we do? Oh, you guys are, I don't know, hangers on? I. I don't mean to sound pompous, but I feel like I may have difficulty posing as a hangers-on. Hang right, on. just hide one or one or both of your symbols. Um, All right. She's as extravagant as it sounds. I bet she'll enjoy having a quizzer under her nose. The excitement. Now, like I said, we don't, we don't, we don't want her looking over her shoulder. No, no. Again, like, don't want her looking over the shoulder, but having the option to have one and get away with. Whatever she does, usually, probably tickle her. Well, let's save that until after we're through the front door and maybe past any personal guards. Can I bring my dog? Can you imagine a, um, an alias for me that might require me to carry paper and quill? Perhaps you're yeah. writing down Nick's wonderful adventures and following him around. Let's not get too much. No. <laughs> Say, uh. Why are you? Perhaps you're a complex, I don't know. Half-assed rune chanter. Uh, something like that. Or I should be able to compile some form of notice for you 
on who in there is human and who is not. Okay. As long as we can keep me undercover. All right. I'm not um, gonna get paper and quill. <laughs> I mean, that's that's easy enough to procure if you don't already have it. So I'm not gonna. Sure. Got even to that. I just saying, I get the things. Like an empty book. And uh, about about what time is it? I buy a Lisa Frank journal. Um. <laughs> the one with the unicorn, right? That's the best one. All the girls want. By this time, it's late afternoon, like around uh, not quite uh, dinner area, like five. So, like socially acceptable to call upon. Oh, rank and status. Okay, then that's what he's gonna do. Guess we should inform Faustus since he's with his new boo. The pronunciation is Bo, and I thought we've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So I suppose that is worth checking in. Um, uh, Faustus, you went back to uh, once again see Victor? Uh, First he's going to uh, send Victor the doll to go get food for Victor the human. Yes, I remember you actually did dispatch him for that purpose. Then yeah, he'll make sure that comes together. And then he'll check out the stables and see if it's uh, busy. Yeah, by the time you end up actually checking in on Victor the person that, uh, he seems to have been given a, uh, few fruits and half a loaf of bread. So he's plenty fine there for the moment, at least, as he, uh, tries to hungrily eat it and then pauses for exceptionally long amounts of time. Um, as you go outside to check the stables, um, generally, though, there are still people wandering about, but strictly guards and cathars. They are very thin amounts at a given point in time and at pretty predictable intervals. As for the stables themselves, they have uh, a couple horses there. Three. Um, A very sturdy uh, deep black one, uh, and then two other just regular draft horses. Okay. Uh, While he's there, he'll uh, leave a command to uh, have the zombies respond to the word uh, oh, I don't know. Make it something that could easily be said accidentally in conversation. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Cartography. <laughs> Nomenclature. The you, you know you gnomes. wanted to be something that could come up, but definitely, but like shouldn't. Masticate. But therefore it will, and therefore be hilarious. <laughs> Devour. Orthography. What do you want them to do? Blood? When, when a, he's just going to give them a command word so that Victor can come down and check them out. He wants them to help. And the only way Zom. The command word is, wow, that's a zombie. <laughs> Look, just make the, make it make it like I'm having a pretty good day today. No one's going to fucking say that. I have to say a uh, death to more. <laughs> I guess uh, that's a good battle cry and then all hell will break loose. Sure. <laughs> or Someone's Nick says, I hope we don't bring death to more. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people are going to be afraid to say it. <laughs> It's also a weird thing to just say in the middle of guard duty. Steps down, brings you a glass of wine, <laughs> clink, death to more, eh? <laughs> I hope the gods bring death to more. What? I should have known! He's listening everywhere! Anyway, he'll give him a command to uh, help it, help with anyone's studies, basically. Oh, if someone uses say, whoever has the Whoever says that phrase can command them except to attack someone. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, 
seems to take well enough. You're not really entirely sure of the practicality of it, but you're certain you have control of them for now. Okay. Yeah, and then he'll go up to uh, give the key to the wagon to uh, Victor. They're back into his room, uh, the food already gone. Um, he's currently uh, kind picked up the other Victor and is looking him over, <laughs> running him work of the doll. He's different. Than what? Than a doll? I mean, he is a doll, but very well made one. Yes, he's a fine doll, but he is bound with the spirit of a geist. I don't think you mentioned that specifically when you told me about him previously. That's interesting. I know more now than I did. For the better, I presume. Yes, he's an agreeable sort. He seemed to be. And thank you for sending uh, food with him. That was much appreciated. Now I should hope to outlast the uh, Inquisitor by a bit, at least. She continues on her fasting, I guess. If you can find your way to sneak out, take this key. It's inside the wagon, still marked partially with the circus logo. Say death to more, and they'll respond to your commands. Rules. His face immediately lights up a bit as he leans in and extends a hand for the key. Yeah, he'll give him the key. Just keep them secret. Of, of, of course, he says, not as much directly watching you, and you see his attention is shifted as he looks at the key, almost as if it's something of great importance in his hand. Thank you. I must tell me what you discover. I've been studying them as well, but... Oh, of course. Fresh eyes always help. It'll be the first time seeing an animated human, so it'll be exciting. I don't believe they maintain personality anymore. Even when I try to get them to exhibit thoughts or even instincts, they fail to act. I'll note on that then. I'm certain I'll have some time. I, though I'm loath to do it, I don't suppose that she's going to be immediately aware of me leaving the house with some of my uh, spells about me, at least. Just be careful. I must return to my group. It seems we're taking down a local ruffian of some sort. Local ruffian? Who's around here that's rough that's left other than the visitor? Or I guess. Out of, the Out of character, what's their name? Uh, Lady Vokter. Uh, Lady Vokter. <sighs> Wouldn't exactly call her a, a, a ruffian, he says, lowering the key for the first time. <laughs> I'm from Nephalia. You are all rough. <laughs> Fair, I suppose. Cutting words. Anyway, um, she's, <laughs> she's probably a close nobility other than uh, my mother, and... Well, I wouldn't really call my mother that much nobility, so maybe she is the most noble one around here that isn't dead, for all I know. If you count the dead, I'm sure there are many noble people buried here. If you count the vampires for how they act, then far more than us. All the same. By the end of the night, she will not be a problem, one way or another. That's how things go. Ah, well, good luck with that. People say she can sorts with fiends and devils occasionally they don't like to say it out loud I'm occasionally sure they, listening, but i don't care i'm sure they would say the same of you or me i'm certain they would but that should give you at least an inkling as to something to look out for either way i'll make the genuine general suggestion to try not to die i pre- didn't presume that was on your list of things to do but still no not immediately that's long term 
I suppose. Good luck with that one. Thank you. And he'll head out of the tower. <laughs> he hands Victor directly over to you and then goes back to looking at the key. <laughs> yeah, put Victor back in his pack and uh, head out back towards the inn place. He was very curious. It's good to see an inquisitive mind amongst someone young. There aren't many of those, are there? Amongst really? anyone. Yes, very few people wish to know why. A shame. So, um, were the rest of you uh, specifically waiting for Faustus, going to meet him? Uh, yeah, unless he expressed that he would have been there a while, which didn't sound like it. So I had to go grab my paper and pen. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, in the process of going inside to extricate those from the house, uh, you bump into Faustus, departing the house. Huh? What have we learned? We've learned that it's very difficult to learn things, but we do have a plan. What is the plan, then? At the very least, Nick and myself, but probably more of us, will infiltrate under the guise of joining Wagner's book club. What sort of club? Book club. He looks at Conrad and Nick without saying anything. I think I went back to grab, unless someone came along with me for me to grab paper. Oh, okay. Was it just him? (laughs) Do Do you have a problem? No. Here. He'll hand him a uh, piece of parchment and uh, let's see, as long as I'm going to carry this crap around all campaign. Blue ink and black ink. Cool. Was there an ink kit? Uh, I don't think there's specifically an ink kit. Use both colors. Use one for marks over your first marks. I see. Yes, well, thank you. This will save me a trip into that library. I don't blame you. You realize you'd make a lousy mayor, right? The boy? Yes. I can't think of anyone in this town who would make a good one. Oh, thank Maybe God. Maybe petition Blinsky. I've heard worse ideas. If you're going to talk books, I should go with you. Yes, I suppose Nicola will play the role of the clueless noble, and you'll be the person who summarizes the books for him. Yes. Oh, that would be funny. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you head out and rendezvous with everyone else. Um, oh, one thing. Nick's gotta drop off the book and just see if if uh, this lady reached out to Arena at all, since Arena's kind of minor local nobility. Uh, sure, okay. Yeah, you stop over by that particular uh, series of holding cells, and the same individual, um, seeming ever so more weary, <laughs> even by the time you get back, directs you over in the location of her. As you approach, she uh, sits up again. So what'd you find? Uh, beasts of Stenzia local to Palas and its environs, written by uh, Claudius. Uh, it's marked out here. It, like, <laughs> slip the book through the bars. There'd be a Claudius to have traveled this far. He must have been particularly interested in biology. Oh yeah, especially like German and Russian. Uh, I just have a question. Uh, um, this is local noble um, Faulkner? Oh, Lady Vokter. She says that she starts lip, uh, licks her fingers and starts flipping through. Yeah, um, she sort of considers herself sort of the local culture. Um, does she have any dealings with you? <laughs> Very specifically not. Um, though I don't believe that was because of her wishes, and more because of the people I was staying with. So she's got a problem with the Baroness. Seems to be. <laughs> Considerably more of a problem with the Inquisitor. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't presume they would get along particularly well. Um, a man approached me, actually, to 
speak about how I felt about the town at one point, and she pauses a finger on just a line of page and looks up. He was asking questions, not anything directly in particular, but they all seemed to be pointed around my comfort of stay and the amenities if they were fine enough. Um, I'm not sure if it was to seduce me elsewhere, if it was to point out what was lacking uh, or learn more about an interior. There's a number of things it could have been. Um, either way, I hadn't seen him around and just passing that often. It seemed a bit interesting that he was by there. Uh, either way, I've known, I know better than to trust random passing strangers at this point in my life. You still remember what he looked like? Um, larger, kind of scruffy facial hair. Um, moved very fluidly despite his size. Kind of blackish hair. Bits of gray. Weapon. Not that I saw. I mean, not his side. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for him. Huh. Did you know Quibble tastes like chicken? Yeah, actually, I was reading that same part. Um, Fascinating. I, I would never have thought to eat one before. My companions brought up the possibility of uh, it self-providing toothpicks. Um, <laughs> that seems uncomfortable to the gums. Mm. And yet more enlightening commentary than, than most in there. But I never was one for science, I guess. It's something to do to pass the time, I suppose. Been in oh, house, staying in houses for long amounts of time. Don't I know it? I guess I've just seen some bad science. <laughs> um, What is it that you do? I know you're hired. You do some sort of formal guarding work. Oh, what? Yeah. That, like, not here, but back home? Well, I presume you encountered bad science not here. Yeah. There's not much no. science here to find. No, back in... Back in Havengul, uh, there. I'm sure you've heard the stories. Oh, places, swashbuckling adventure, duels uh, against thinking, vampires yeah, that, for better or worse, talking more like the electric winged corpses and stuff. Oh, I suppose I've heard those stories as well. Not at bedtime, though. The other ones are much more than that. Well, I suppose that would make it a bit different of you. Some of these sciences. Still, I don't think biology would as interact. Well, maybe it would intersect with that. Never mind. <laughs> Let's say it's bad in and of itself. It just uh, doesn't hold my interest. Same way, I guess. Fair. So what do you do now? Not as a job, I mean. What are you going to do now? Uh, go see. Well, every good wish to that working out. Um, I don't know what she's like. I don't know what many people are like, though. Hard to draw a beat on. No one local really knows what's going on in there. And for every person whispering about or dealing with devils, there's another person happy to accept the money. So, you know. <laughs> Well, I will while away the time till I am eventually free of this place with this for now. Thank you. And you will head back out. Okay. And once again, it's easy enough for you to rendezvous with everyone else as you were barely off the beaten path. Nick, I have a funny plan. Okay. What do you think of having Faustus along as the man who summarizes your novels for you? <laughs> it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? I suppose so. Seeing such as a book club. I mean... Fair. There are what six of us. Hmm. It's a bit of a bit of a lively entourage, I will say. Well, but you need you did you did need a, need a few guides to get here, right? Yeah, right. That's that's what the yeah that's what the folk with dirt on their faces are for, right? And we got bodyguard and two people to think for me because I am too rich to think. And that leaves you to do all of the important work. I'm getting into character. But what should I do? Did you not hear the bit about the... Never mind. We are guides. Oh. I thought that was just you. With you. 
Are we bringing the dog? Yes. Aren't dogs a persona non grata around here? Dogs are probably fine. It is worth noting that shaped creatures are probably not. (laughs) That people are not very happy about him having a dog that looks like a wolf. I think maybe for decor's sake, we should maybe leave him outside. He'll just shrug. It's all right. I'll be leaving my horse outside too. If things get nasty, jump in through a window or something, right? Fair. Also, your horse is too big to fit in a house. Yes, I agree. I'm wondering if it makes sense for me to go in with them because, like, you're a known entity in these parts. <laughs> not yes, and even if they don't know me, they'll like name a reputation. God. So it's an important question. Yeah, do any of you do anything to affect your appearance in any sense? I will put my weapons. I, I will put my symbols of Avicen under my under the top layer of my clothing. I'm probably gonna wait nearby. I don't think I, I don't think I can go in with you guys because I mean, even if somehow they just are like cool with it, like if there's like oh if she's a vampire or whatever, like Grimhild understands that she might just murder her. <laughs> just hang out with the dog. Okay, well, does anyone? Because the only reason that I mean, like, out of character, I'm bringing everybody because I wanted to include everybody. It, it would be better if there were less people. So if anyone wants to hang out with Grimhild, they're welcome to. But yeah. Ooh, Grimhild and Illyria can sneak in the back and start exploring. So, actual question. I guess it's not accurate. I just want to know, Conrad, do your clothes, are they Inquisitor standard garb? Therefore, do they show the collar of Avacyn as a symbol on the clothes themselves? Probably a buy some new clothes. Probably a small one. And that's fine. The coat probably has a small one, but I will invert it. Okay. I will wear it. Not the collar of Avacyn. Yes, I will I'll invert the coat. I'm summoning the devil. You're like, I'm now a devil worshiper. No, don't turn the collar upside down. All the luck will fall out of it. Okay, so so let's get this clear. So, Grimhild's staying outside. I mean, Anyone else staying outside? If a sneaky team, remember, Nick isn't actually all that sneaky. Like, I'm not proficient. Or I'm, I'm proficient. I'm not, like, expert at it. She so. might talk to some locals just to get their feelings. On the lady, sure. Any sort of person in particular? Not particularly. I mean, you know, Stency and stuff. She's doing Stency things, and if they seem like kind of pro her, but like vaguely acknowledge that she's in some shit, Grimhild might like be a little seditionist, like being like, "Well, that's bullshit. You hate vamp- vampires are bullshit." Like, uh, I mean, do you just want to play out the scene? I think this could be a scene. <clears throat> I mean, I'm gonna do a cookie, so I don't know if I can. I really hope that Matt cuts out that part in the beginning so this makes no sense. Curse of Innistrad, cookie mix. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we could do that as a scene. Do you want to do it after they like get through the door, or what do you want? Uh, So, so you're going to go do it once they uh, go inside? I mean, they have been doing a bunch of other shit, so I probably could have started before. Yeah, that's my question. Like, were you doing this while other people were doing things, or probably? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's briefly cut back to one of those. Um, so obviously with the fact that the streets are relatively empty at this point in time, um, through a combination of fear and, um, uh, order, basically, <laughs> um, obviously the easiest place to find people at this point is, uh, at businesses, places where people are actively working. Um, so you could either step in one of those, check out with a farmer in the fields or something elsewise. Uh, I remember another time you spoke to the blacksmith. Yeah, I'll probably swing by that dude. He was alright. Unless he's in the stocks. Sure. Um, as you swing back by the place, um, 
It's once oh, actually, again. Maybe I should talk to the dude and stuff at some point. I mean, you could. I'll start um, with this. Sorry. You swing back by the blacksmith, and once again, it, the area is mostly quiet, other than the sound of hammering um, from inside. And as you step in there, once again, uh, weapons all over the walls. Um, a few mounted up in some places. Uh, plenty of things that aren't weapons. Um, plows, uh, sickles, many things are used for other materials. But there again, it's interesting just how many weapons there are for one of these side shops. Though then again, in Sensio, almost everyone needs something. Uh, it takes a bit before he notices you over the sound of the hammering. Um, as he uh, sets it aside to cool, he turns back over to you and puts a hand through his thick beard. I haven't died yet. Not quite yet, no. Working on it. You're, uh, come back with the money, trade for the back of the ruby, or just sticking with the first payment? I don't blame you for forgetting it was ages ago. No, I remember. I'm just trying to remember if I was going to get her her ruby back or not, or if it was just like, I'd pay her back the money. She said you didn't need to worry about ruby. it either way, so it was. it's entirely up to your decision. How much was it? 50 gold? Um, ruby's worth a bit more. You were short, like... God, that part I should have taken down directly as well. <laughs> I, I wasn't that... I don't think I was all the 50 gold short, but I don't think, like... I think it was the more gem than 50 covered gold, 50 but gold. Yeah, that was part was of it. I don't think it was more than 50 gold. I think it cost 50 gold. It was more than 50 gold. You're close to 100 gold, the thing. I mean, I, I can go check. I'm, I'm very bad at notes, and I apologize. Yeah, but I think I talked him down a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it was to 50, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, all I have to say there is no. <laughs> Get out well, of no, but like now I'm thinking about it a bit like, oh, that'd be <laughs> nice if I got her, her ruby back. I apologize for remembering this thing that I did not remember all of. <laughs> it's very let's, bad of me, actually. Let's say it's 50 gold for now. I'll accept. <laughs> and then if you remember more later, we can worry about it. Sure. That's that's a very smart and elegant plan as opposed to me panicking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just play some games. <laughs> Alright. But yeah. So, uh, you slow him across to 50 gold? Yeah. Yeah, he starts flipping through it and counting it out. Um, Alright, seems to be in order. How's it working out for you, anyway? Uh, quite well. Good. It's done some good work. Having to redo the blades on that was not the easiest thing I've ever done, but it's working now. Yes, working quite well. Good. So... There's something on your mind. What's a craftsman like yourself think of Lady... What's her name? Vokter. Vokter? <laughs> I will I will post it down in chat since a couple people have forgotten, which is okay. Well, it's it's just it's confusing because there's two victors and a Vokter, which is the name of my new team. <laughs> you can pronounce it with a W, like a plebeian. Lady Wachter. Lady I've done it more than a few times, by no, the way. That's what Nick's gonna do to her. Hello, Fiona Wachter. Oh, wait a few Wachter. Yes, <laughs> yes. When you ask, uh, he rolls a hand through his beard for a moment and looks about the room from side to side. Looks to almost gaze past you for a moment. What do you ask? Curiosity. Doing the nice truth of the actual. I'd like to know there's only one truth. Fair enough. She makes the town work. She exists as a presence. Puts money back in. Well, she gets money from the entire time. A lot of it's from a amassed fortune. I don't know where else. She doesn't tend to do much harm, as far as I can tell. Though, maybe she is lax in trying to do anything against it. A lot of folks like her money. Some folks like feeling cultured. 
Either way, she gets into some dealings, people say. I've never interact with her very much other than to replace a few things of hers. Forge her boys some thin garbage swords. Strange family, that one. Haven't been right since husband died. Even then, they weren't particularly right. But at least then, they didn't seem to be locked up. I've heard tell that these dealings perhaps go a bit beyond mere noble dalliances. Now what's done around here if they get into things deep enough? Listen, I don't claim to understand everything she does, but at least she makes the town work, and that's more than I can say for the Baroness now. The town didn't work before their family was here? Before their family was here? I don't actually know. Doctors as a family have been here for a while. Not the same, mind you. She's older than I am, though, so I couldn't specifically say. The town's been around for ages, and the way it is currently, the way it's supplied, jobs don't come from everywhere. You either have to be good enough to service those who live here, or be so much better that you get a quest from those who aren't. I don't know. I make things. Try and keep my nose out of that. Not that it's helped much, as of recently. I'm looking to do something. Most likely. A few somethings. Figure so. If you need anything, I don't think my shop here is ever going to leave. Good. If there's one thing that we do, it's persevere. Damn right. Some folks... Some folks are real fond of Lady Vokta. He gazes once again around the shop. And, you ask me? And uh, he starts hammering again. At, not at particularly the intervals to uh, be actually working, it seems. And more just filling the room with noise. Uh, but between the beats, he slips in few bits of words. You ask me? She... She can go. She doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't actually do anything for the town that keeps some things alive. Yeah. And I don't need someone like that. They're a good man. And so head back to wait until shit potentially pops off in the manor. Okay. Uh, as we catch back up to <laughs> current time frames. Um, so. And I said, a fur collar. What are we in the Ulvenwald? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see you getting into care. Um, okay, so uh, so Conrad's inverted his coat and put his symbols under his uh, clothing. Anyone else doing anything, or are you just prepared to go in? I am no one of importance. No one knows who I am based on who I look like. Hell, half the people who know what I look like don't know who I am. I'll nudge Nick again. Uh, Nick, if I'm ever prevented from giving you information by text, I'll watch my hands as I introduce myself to people. If I've detected something, I'll shake their hands with both of my hands. Okay. You ready? Oh, yeah. I don't detect something. I'll kiss them full on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So is the tongue if they're a devil? And no tongue if they're fine. (laughs) (laughs) What was this month's book? Well, we want to join the book club, right? Yeah. Okay, then. It's sort of a general social call. You know, the book club will obviously be brought up, and at that point I will be like, oh, yes, no, I've I've read, uh, uh, what is it I've read recently? Gerhardt, or whatever alias you're using, if you're not Conrad. (laughs) <laughs> ah, yes, indeed, a book. <laughs> That's the thing, what with with the pages? You know, that one I brought, uh, you know, Beasts of Stenzia in the nearby environs of Palas. Ah, <laughs> oh, book, yes, the thing they write things about me in. Ah, yes. 
the moral parables of Jack and Jill. <laughs> right, I think we're about as dignified and ready as we're going to be. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you can still have some dignity if you want. <laughs> Names? Not. Yeah, uh, Gerhard uh, Faustus is still fine. We just don't want her going, oh, Conrad, like Conrad Starkerts. Yes, that would be not fantastic. So everyone's fine but me, and I am Gerhard. So you will knock on the door, slash, there's no doorbell, but like maybe a knocker or something. <laughs> Ring the ringer. Uh, as you go up to it, there is there is a rather large um, knocker of uh, made out of brass. This is shaped like that of a hawk or falcon's face, um, where the uh, outside handle just hangs down to either side in the shape of wings. You see here, um, as you uh, approach the building proper, um, the house is old. Not just in that it's tall or has some sort of ancient look to it. It seems to have an almost character about it. One thing that makes it very clear of something of its age is a remarkable trait of a lot of very, very old buildings is that it does not have a tree growing through it. Um, many of the other homes around here, of course, are uh, either directly next to, as this one is semi-close to, but many of them also have directly growing through them hawthorn trees, whereas this has no such thing. It is spindly in places, uh, kind of dark texture to both the uh, shingles and the woodwork. And the entire thing, while it's kept in fine enough shape, seems to just have this creaking age to it, to look upon it. Something slightly crooked, but that give it just a touch of something to it. It doesn't break, it doesn't shift. There's nothing inherently wrong. It's just off. Nonetheless, you grab hold of the brass knocker. Um, and the bird face screeches, Password! Quack! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would, except you can't understand the <laughs> um, you give it a few um, hard uh, impacts and you can hear from behind a shuffling of feet and within a manner of seconds the uh, door opens inward and you can see a man standing there smooth face, grayed hair uh, pulled back into a ponytail wearing uh, nice-ish clothes um, compared to many of the other people you've seen around, but nothing like a properly fancy suit anyway. May I help you? Well, yes, my good man. Uh, here to uh, ask after the attentions of uh, Lady uh, Vokter. Yes, she's So that you may make the coming. proper introductions. Well, I see I'm expected. Excellent. Yes, Niccolo Argenti, correct? Of the Heaven Ghoul Argentis. Um, yeah, and he just kind of steps over to the side to allow you entry into um, the initial room. Yeah, as he walks into the room, he looks back towards Conrad with a raised eyebrow, like, oh, nose. <laughs> Whatever. Specifically, oh, nose. So, um, as you enter into here, uh, this somewhat narrow vestibule, um, there are three doors in here, as you can clearly see, each of them done in surprisingly elegant uh, stained glass. Uh, in set into their wooden frames. Um, but he immediately opens one ahead of you and steps further through and off to the side. I guess we'll follow. Let's just 
As you step in, you can see a woman at the far end of a dining table, set with uh, a few separate placements, um, but only one seems to have any food atop it. Uh, down at the end, uh, you see her hard face, very gaunt, um, hair stretched back and kept in a tight bun behind the back of her head, dressed in an elegant, not exactly a gown, but almost reaching there, quality of dress, um, in a deep, almost black, uh, kind of brownish color. She licks up, um, <laughs> placing her hands on either side of the table next to her plate, uh, pushing herself upwards out of her chair that creaks underneath her. So you've come. It's been about time that we've met. Wasn't where I had much of a reputation out this far. And why would you know? Please, ex- excuse me. I caught you know? at mealtime. I apologize. Ah, I did not wish to uh, have a heavy meal. I was feeling somewhat peckish, but never mind that. Please. Is there any bites taken out of her food? Uh, at the moment, I mean, she has just a very small piece of meat on the plate. Uh, like, a quarter of it's cut off. And, like, there's uh-huh. a piece currently forked onto something. Okay. I, mean, I, I guess Conrad will let me know if she's a vampire anyway, but I was just curious. Waiting to step in this room. I want to be able to see as many people as possible. Well, I suppose as, uh, oh, I have a gift, by the way. And he'll take one of the bottles he got from the, uh, Wizard of Wines and, uh, just put it down side table or something. Give me just one second here. Why, Wizard? Uh, if we have to fight our way out of here, be sure to pick that back up. Okay. Uh... <laughs> we need it. No, no, not one of the healing potion ones. We got <laughs> other ones. No, we, we still need it. We're in Stencia. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah, that's pretty good. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Namir, you can leave now. The man bows as you wish, Malik. Um, and steps to allow all of you enough room to enter further. Cool. Oh, do we see anything further north in this hallway we came through? Oh, yes. A staircase, tall and uh, many dark colored steps lead up to the next floor. There are uh, a few portraits lining the sides of the walls, but without going up the staircase, you can't really get a too good, too good a look at them. Cool. <laughs> so, as long as I am hosting you, allow me to properly introduce myself. I am Lady Fiona Vokter, owner of this house. And you are Niccolo Argenti, correct? Correct. And I see you've brought your traveling companions with you. I... I have? This is certainly a surprise. What did I do to warrant such attention from the bringers of wine back to our town, the doers of so many deeds? Well, frankly, uh, I felt as though the wine, uh, the mission, I suppose, uh, was necessary to bring at least a modicum of, uh, I want to say culture, but honestly, the, uh, the, the local vintages are not, shall we say, up to snuff. Uh, and if I must take back the vineyard from various miscreants uh, in order to have access to decent wine. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yes, it is one of the few fineries we get out this far. They haven't made anything truly remarkable in quite some time. But still, family at least does work that is good. So, 
that still doesn't explain what I did to earn your attention. I'm mostly asking after a, uh, a certain club. My meetings. Yeah, I suppose. Is there something in particular about them that enthuses you? What have you heard? Only that they seem to be a good time, and uh, are otherwise um, bright spots in this uh, rather dreary area. He's, he's like, and at this point, you know, he's like super overplaying his Italian accent. And <laughs> I wouldn't tend to disagree. Though, forgive me, I must wonder, based on your connections, your friend there, she extends a gnarled finger and points past you to Conrad. You're a friend of the Inquisitor, yes? Oh, um, me, Your Honor? I don't believe honor would be the term, really. Oh, dear. Unless you consider me judging you. Oh, dear, I'm so sorry. Um... Yes, we have met, but as anyone does when they come into uh, a... Back in... Uh, did you know back in Cavani or some such thing, right? Yes, in passing. And that's why you've been staying at her residence in Inquisitor Garb. Indeed. Any semblance of a smile has left her face. We're super blown. Pose from the opening salvo. Great. Perfect, guys. Uh, I'm gonna divine sense her. Sure. Um... It's an interesting result in that looking upon her, you don't find anything. She is normal. However, directly over her shoulder, you sense a fiend. A fiend? A fiend. Yes, well. I look to Nick, raise an eyebrow. Uh. It's not as if this is your first day in town. It's not as if people aren't watching. I would have found an inquisitor would know that. I'll say this. I will thank you for indulging me. Uh, I will say I don't know how much of it was an act of the accent. <laughs> I will admit. The wine back off the sideboard pops a cork. Was that not a gift? Are you rescinding everything from this shroud? Ladies and gentlemen. Would you mind indulging me one further step? <sighs> You've come this far, I suppose. Why not? What is that demon on your shoulder, Lady Vokter? Oh, I should have known better than to invite someone such as you inside that far. They did mention some Inquisitor's talented ones had such a knack for things. Uh, as she speaks, she just kind of casually strolls over to the side, um, intending to move past you fast, it seems. I don't know what you, if you acquiesce or not. Say, um... Just like shove your seat back against the wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, Faustus will... Uh... Shrug and let her walk by as long as she's not like pulling a dagger or something. I, I mean, you can check <laughs> if you want to make a reception check. Nick's gonna knock on the window, by the way. Or wait, did did the dog move? Oh no! Sorry, I was, I was gonna be hanging out with the dog. Like, yeah, if I came by a little bit later. Okay. Give me a second. I had prepared some very fine literary criticism. Just a second. Need to go. Grab me a new Grimhill. I thought I'd just store her in a place, but it turned out I launched her out of the universe. Seems to be what a lot of people do with Grimhills. There we go. If you heard the folk song, the devil went down to Selva. To be fair, we got further than I thought we would. Yeah, I don't know why she let us in here, then the dude walked away. That was dumb, but she does we're probably a, about does to be have, dumber. She does, have a, she does have a fiend. She does have a friend. A fiend. A friend. Fiend with an R. A friend. A friend. Whatever, I've got a dog. Pretty even odds. 
okay. <laughs> we can't see the fiend. I only know it is there. She continues stepping by until she eventually ends up over in a separate side, kind of a den of sorts. The fellow on my shoulder is not exactly a friend, I suppose. An acquaintance. I'm not sure specifically what you're looking for here or much of anywhere. I suppose we're more wondering... Oh, I can't even keep this up. I suppose we're more wondering what you intend to do with this city. And what do you mean by that? You clearly hold a great deal of political purchase here. Yes, it is my home. And I, a lady of this town. So what do you intend to do with your influence? I intend to keep it maintained. By any means necessary, I presume? If it comes to it. Any means of pretense seem to be unnecessary here, so I suppose I may as well be more direct. You all are difficult to read, to be honest. Who you are was easy enough. You are loud and do many a thing. That was not difficult. That's why your disguising yourselves was humorous. You never know when someone won't be paying attention. For that long, it's only those who are blind. Still, you come into here... I'd wish to see which of you might be cooperative to simply talking about things, simply coming to an understanding. But you're the reason why it's so difficult. I don't know about the rest of all of you. I gave up pretty early on that avenue. But an inquisitor amongst your midst made it so unlikely. If we weren't willing to hear what you had to say, we would have kicked in the windows. Oh, it'll have much the same effect, I presume, now that you're inside. And yet here we stand, listening. This is true. What is it you want? You came to me this time. I would have sent out had I presumed there was anything I could do. You came to me. And as much as I would love to speak of literature and the little we can receive out here, that doesn't seem to be the reason you've entered my home. Well, Nick, we came here so you could speak. Well, it's a little different now, Conrad. Indeed. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that, that, that it's become an interrogation, which is what I was trying to avoid. <sighs> but I, don't know. I can't see it, but clearly you are not uh, unwelcome to certain powers. Certain powers that others might find distasteful, myself included, I will admit. I presume. And if you've been watching us like you say you have, then... I watch everyone. You just happen to be loud. Well, then you should know that we have an enemy. Yes. And this mostly concerns your relationship with that enemy, if it exists. And if it does... You have to stop. She turns to stare directly at you, Faustus. Gazes into your eyes very deeply. I say Faustus won't won't make eye contact with her. She aims at where your eyes are, even if you're not looking in them. And what does that entail? He shrugs. I'm not sure what it is that you expect of me. If you came in here to kill me, I'm here. I would have no means of stopping you. True. Delaying you, perhaps. Oh, you're making a bad case for leaving you alive, but it has been my experience that those given to trading or dealing vampires and devils, that really, it, it doesn't really matter if you offer them a chance at I don't know, redemption, I guess you might call it. We've already given up some very basic principles. They're not just going to get them back. If we said, hey, you, you, you need to stop associating with, with, with devils and vampires and other aberrations that trouble your 
city or power, would you? To finish consulting with vampires, to be honest. I see no reason to until Moru is gone. If I say yes, one of you is going to die. If I say no, one of you is going to die. It will make no difference. I don't presume it will be him. He is old and wise, as much as may seem different at times. She stares off to the side towards the fireplace, gazing about the flickering shapes. Either way, it doesn't change much, as long as the dynamic's there. But was this simply the intent to come in and make words with me before finding whether I should be excised, healed? We simply expect you to act in your own self-interest. If you slay Strephon Mora, I will need have no allegiance to anything such as him. That is, acting in my own self-interest as you suppose. This is still, mind you, a confusing conversation for me. Often it is better to form an ally than an enemy. And you are well aware of the general loyalty of vampires, yes? She's clearly unaware of the uh, loyalty of devils, so there's that. I know quite a few things in my You don't get to be old here without knowing things. How long after the fall of Palas do you expect to remain in power? Oh, I don't expect it to fall. Really, I only seek for one thing for my town. And it should see peace after that. And what is that? For that crazed woman to leave. Do you know why the city was attacked? Yes. And why is that? A number of reasons. There's subtle differences in each of the options. I could tell you about the preparations. I could tell you about the interest that he has. I could tell you about the interest he specifically lacks. Am I simply telling you things? Before you kill me, I seem to be at not a reason to speak. That wasn't a point of interrogation. That was a question, if you knew. Are you sure? I'm having difficulty telling the difference with the intent described by your friend. Oh, my lord. Fiona Vakta. Yes, Conrad started. Mora attacked the city because he was bored. She smiles and puts a hand to the edge of her face. <laughs> That's cute that you think is it so far-fetched? Far-fetched, perhaps not. But not correct. Yes, well, if there's anything I've learned about interacting with vampires is they tend to have a number of reasons why they did the thing they wanted to do. Many of them come up with after the act. That's how, that's how it goes. They do what they want, and then they, in, they invent reasons afterward. <laughs> Sometimes moments afterward. Yeah, like most of us. <laughs> it's funny what a man can justify in the moment. Why are you like this? <laughs> are you done? You're giving proclamations. You're stating things of your observances and the facts you have come to. I'm still uncertain of what you want to do with me. Oh, now she doesn't want a symposium. What I'm asking is... Not even the, one last one. What do you think Moore is going to do when he becomes bored of you? You still don't understand much. Yes, you've been making that very slowly clear. My family, I, have lived here for many years. I don't suppose it is something difficult to imagine that he has remained the same for longer than since any of us were born. The same figure, the same home, living above the same villages, some less destroyed and less distraught, but still, he was there. And you're suggesting to me that I'm suddenly 
going to be a target for displeasure after all these years because he did something to a town that you presume was through boredom. Very well. Let's get to the point then. Why should you live, given what you know of our intentions? That does seem to be the difficult point here. You know specifically of the things I consort with, and that makes you a step above the other Inquisitor. She was too worried about causing disrest. Difficulties with the townsfolk, who already despised her. Still, I'm the best thing this town has going for it. The only one in a position of control who wishes to see it stay alive and free. You know, I was just having a conversation with a good friend of mine. It's not the people that sit alone and secluded in their homes that keep this town running. It's the people. The people that now live in fear of vampire attack even more than before. An attack that presumably you did nothing to stop. Do you really care about the people of this city? Do you? You come in here and make these statements as if you know where we are. I've... I know everything that happens here. And yet I've only heard of you for a few days. I've lived here for over 60 years. I know what this town is like, what it needs. I know the darkness that happens inside. I know the darkness that happens when people aren't expecting it out in the open in the light. I know the names of every businessman. I know the names of most of the people who work the fields. I am the one who makes the gold flow and sees where it ends up and brings it back here and distributes it once again. You make the gold flow. We know someone you're not going to like very much. That's an understatement. You are always free to do what you wish, as long as you live with the consequences. This is why the other Inquisitor never bothered to come here. She knew the town would fall apart. If you wish to have that on your shoulders, then feel I can, could, do nothing to stop you. I'll try, if you wish to kill me. But I know I am but a human, and you wield hearts of angels, and bring with you peddlers of many different talents. But please, I would ask, if you are going to moralize about me, do not bring someone who's made so fine an instrument. She looks over towards Faustus. He shrugs. <laughs> a slight jingling comes from him. Ding. The choices I've made are my own, as the choices you've made. You claim to know everything, know everyone. What did you do to stop the terror visited upon this city? You claim that I, a woman, though I have my means, could prevent such an act brought here by, by you and the Inquisitor before you. Are you claiming you softened the attack? I helped them do they could to repair. I gave them funds. I gave them means. I gave some shelter. It's more than your Inquisitor did. It's more than you did. Regardless of what you know about this city, if all you are to them is a bag of currency and a place to sleep, you are replaceable. And if you weren't, you wouldn't be working with the vampires. Oh, out of character, did... Arcelia's journal mention anything about this woman? You've been reading through that, haven't you? Sure. Um, not a lot. She didn't spend a lot of time in Palas, honestly. Um, she probably would have mentioned her, definitely, because she is an important figure, but Palas is not, a, again, a place that she spent a huge amount of time. Uh, most of her time was spent in Shadow Grange and Kresik, respectively. Um, as really, she was trying to do more sweeping good, and since this town was in the best position at that time, there wasn't really much to do. Um, 
But she did, however, uh, mention that Lady Vokter uh, was sort of a fixture here, someone that most people knew of and knew vaguely about. Um, kind of everyone's odd aunt sorts, except, you know, a little more noble than that. So Arcelia's opinion was neutral to favorable? Around that, yes. Again, she, like, the total amount of time she logged into Colossus about two days one way, three the other way. Okay. You you all have already spent more time in here than she had. And yeah, Thousand just keeps looking on with uh, his eyes burning, metaphorically. <laughs> My eyes! How um, much of this can I hear outside? On my perception check. Okay. <laughs> yep. Regular skill check for me. Sweet line. Uh, not much. She's, she's speaking softly and kind of from across the room. You can hear some of the things your companions say. Muffled, but... You, you probably heard Con- me... Conrad has a powerful voice. You, you probably heard me say, uh, I was just speaking with a good friend and then re- recap the argument you gave me earlier. Yeah. So you can probably guess what we're talking about. Yeah, but like, I don't even know if you've confirmed that she's been consorting with devils yet. Actually, I guess you said it out loud and specifically. Did say that de- the the demon on your shoulder. And also, like, you wouldn't be consorting with them if blah 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 a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the druid doing in the mud room? Uh, druid is not in the mud room. The map loaded weird for me. <laughs> The druid is currently on the far right seat. The forest people are sitting there just moved over. Yeah, no, Valeria is just sitting here like, can I just cast something at her already? Guys. Uh, I ring the bell. (laughs) I'll get it. (laughs) There isn't a bell. There's a knocker. Straight through the wall. Does a servant not answer? Um, I'm faster. You are not. <laughs> I'm not. He sprints. No, I get the door. You accidentally I mean, unless, unless you like launch yourself out of your seat at the prospect <laughs> of door knocking, which I don't yes. think you would in a strange place. No, she's lo- she's bored to shit. This is at least something. I, Hell, all right. she'll be happy if it's the dog knocking. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> He's got Arcana in him. He can do anything. <laughs> You know, you know Grimhild? As she bolts out of the room. You know me, so you must know Grim, right? Oh, yes. She's a figure of conversation around these parts from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what you can call her. <laughs> Grimhild. Ah, uh, yeah, but, like, after you get Someone's in, the, the door from behind you opens. Oh, oh um, well, welcome. She's with us. All right. <laughs> goes over towards the doors and shuts, starts closing them. Uh, no, I, I make sure the dog comes in with me. Yeah! Orf? Um, I Orf. must request that he stays outside. I just look at him. All, all right, then. <laughs> he just kind of, like, backs <laughs> through the door that he came through. He'll draws the silver dawn, but, like, lets it fall to the ground, kind of, and I'm assuming the tip of it kind of digs into the floor a little bit. Oh, it's a very heavy sword. Oh, the house. And, <laughs> and it is also supernaturally sharp, so yes, yes. it definitely partially impales the... <laughs> oh no, the snack What's table. her first name? Fiona. Fiona. Lady Fiona Vokter. Because there is an Inquisitor present, I'll allow you to recant... Uh, no, no. Renounce your sinful ways. You have one chance. 
to do so. Going to prepare an action, Max. <laughs> All right. If she ever tries to bolt, I'm going to cast a spell. Oh, no, there's a door behind I'm... her. I was like, where is she going to bolt? Through Faustus or Grimmild? Through back and door. I, and then I saw the back door. I would yeah. also like <laughs> to cast something now that I think about it. Which is that I have a get over here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot to get over here. <laughs> I'm very happy that's the thing. The phrase get over here is now a noun. <laughs> How would you like such a renounced boot to go? Pray for forgiveness, sever your ties with the devil, and then hopefully you'll pass into... Fuck, it's been so long since I've said these blessed things. Sleep. But yes, the blessed sleep. I must ask one more question, I suppose, then. Oh, dear. It is either simple or complicated, depending on how you look at it, but I meant, intend it plainly. Which of my ways do you consider wicked? I'm not sure what all I'm not supposed to be doing in your eyes. You consort with the enemies of Stensia. You've sold out your humanity to fiends and vampires. You're the insidious poison that weakens us, that lets us be chattel for their, for their kind. You are the worst kind of person. Not merely content. But malcontent? To, no, that's what, I was trying to think of how to say this. Not merely content to strive and struggle under their baleful watch, but running to them with open arms. And so I hear your judgments. And though I mind the willingness to follow your actions, to see this town remain, I once again ask, would you have me renounce? Your life. And then we'll fucking kill her. <laughs> I'm done with this bullshit. Like, I told her, like, all the bullshit you've been doing, so if she doesn't want to do it, I was giving her out so she'd have a nice, peaceful death. Nope. Uh, to me, it just sounded like statements. <laughs> well, like, when she said that, I told her what her sins were, and renouncing something is is going, you know, I reject these things now, so... I mean, that's fair. In character, it makes sense because she wouldn't necessarily see them as... Yeah. Like, she sees them as things you don't like, but not as things specifically of what you're requesting of her. Alright, uh, if you're going to attack her, I'm going to need uh, people to roll me initiative. <laughs> Yay! What do you guys initiative anymore? Okay. Watch me roll like a one, because I'm Josh. Oh, it was nice. Hey, you were eight off. That is pretty far off. Give me just That's a second, true. I need there. Oh, I rolled the one. Never mind. Actually, I was five off. Yeah, we so I've. Illyria beat me on a natural one. <laughs> I did oh, not roll my. a natural one. We each rolled ones. I did not. I rolled a two. Oh. <laughs> you still, she still wins because this doesn't apply to initiative. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny, though. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna <laughs> hold on. I need a moment to heft my fat chainmailed ass out of my chair. <laughs> I need a while then... to be bothered to actually like think about where I'm gonna cast shit because y'all just get up in there. I'm glad I declared that held action because that's my main chance of interacting with this combat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she 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 might be right, proper fuck. Oh, by the way, I guess all. you didn't explain what action you had fe- held because you do need to do that. I mean, mine was I already I said mine. If yeah, she bolts, if, if, your if she bolts, I'm going to cast hold person. Okay, gotcha. If she casts, I'm going to cast counter spell. Oh, I don't have to declare that. <laughs> you don't have to declare. Yeah, it's a reaction. Which yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah, really counter spell owns. Counter spell's that, really good. It makes it much better than uh, than in third and three three point five. And then, yeah, 
where I think you had to be casting the same spell right. okay. that they were. All right. Ooh. Yeah. You, you had to like drop the same spell level and the same ability to cast the spell or something. And it was yeah. on spellcraft. I'll go ahead and declare right. if she starts casting, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead. Okay. Got me. I'll declare now. Wait, yeah. <laughs> now the combat started. I think we're a bit beyond that. Dang it. We're in turn order now. All right. So first things first, uh, we'll get to those preemptive things that you're going to do, but I just want to get the things long as people roll 25 to 20 initiative. Yeah. That's 25. Nick. That's Nick. How many, how many did you get Nick? 23. 23. Alright. Uh, 19 to 15. Nope. nope. Alright, one sec. <laughs> Alright, so uh, 14 to 10. Grove. Grove and dog. 12. Grove at 12. We're all quite bad at initiative, apparently. I just rolled shit. <laughs> I rolled worse than him and still somehow beat him. <laughs> Dexterity at all. <laughs> I just don't understand why I don't get a bonus to initiative because I had a cool one-liner. You get to attack. <laughs> no, you get to you get to come over here and stab a bitch. Um, Let's see. Nine to five. Eight to me. I got a nine. Nine. Grove at eight. I'm not Grove. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Grove wasn't. So let's see. Alice is at eight. Grim held at nine. Sorry, I made things worse. And then, uh, and then uh, Illyria, and then me. Yeah. <laughs> Three and two, respectively. Great. Darn it. Oh. It takes me a while to move this thir- these 30 tons of armor. Improvised <laughs> weapons aren't dex weapons, are they? I-, I think it was the last combat where I finally got initiative zero. <laughs> uh, Nick, are you planning to just, like, break a fucking bottle? I was gonna break a bottle over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> We're like a Rube Goldberg. Uh, I consider a broken bottle a dex weapon for you. There was a dagger on her plate and a fork. <laughs> a dagger. A stick or a knife, knife and a fork. Rube Goldberg it, combat. Dun, 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 All right. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, as you say this out toward her, uh, Grimhild, what do you do with that? Uh, you raise up your sword uh, and you utilize the ability. Please read it back to me. I wrote it a while ago. Sure thing. <laughs> a held action triggered on Damn failure to him. repent. Cause a spectral javelin on a chain to stab <gasps> your target within 15 feet. They get dex saving throw versus DC 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your strength bonus. Ooh. So that's a plus 7, I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see. Unfailable. So 13. A DC 13 uh, dex saving throw. On a fail, they take 1d8 magical pierce damage, and if they're large or smaller, I mean, pull them up to 10 feet to me. Nice. Uh, so that is definitely a fail. Yes! Ow! Did you drag her across the table and uh, <laughs> sofas? Yes. Just <laughs> fucking Bethesda ragdolls through the furniture. <laughs> her leg spazzes out and goes everywhere for a minute. So, why don't you roll that damage for me first before anything else? Five points of damage. Okay, you raise the sword and point out with it at her direction, and suddenly from over your shoulder, there is this lancing motion of light. This pale, wispy shape forming into a spear launches off, and it impacts into her chest, which she looks down at in a startled confusion as it impacts, but as she shivers backwards, you see no blood or gaping wound, but then suddenly there is this distant tinkling of chains, and then she is pulled forward at a startling velocity. 
I, I was on the business end of this attack once, wasn't I? Uh, it looked a little bit different, but it was very similar. I wince. <laughs> uh, where would you like to move her? To be fair, he mostly did the you special halberd ones on you. Here, or you could do it here, your choice. Um, I'm going to move her so she's next to me of a dog and a grove. There you go, okay. Yeah, Nick's got enough move to get into uh, sneak attack range there. Also, he doesn't count tables and stuff as difficult terrain because he's all like squash bucket. Really? <laughs> N- no, no, I still... I, still... <laughs> I think that's grove, actually. <laughs> he can probably roll at, like athletics to do a cool flip over the table or like I... roll over it while grabbing a bottle. I think... I think... Grove gets that for having land stride. Oh, that means he would have to make a roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think um, we all sort of condemned ourselves to the fact that Nick's going to make rolls sometimes. The light begins to fade as she clutches her chest, but not quite collapsed, holding next to the wall as she is now standing directly in front of you. And you can see this woman a good two feet below you, Grimhild, hardened face staring up at you. Not, It's an interesting mixture of emotions. A number of things read on her face. Anger, confusion, fear, but this same smugness still. She's in a stun frame. Use the super. Um, I mean, we'll see how stun frame she's in as, uh, well, I guess she hasn't run yet, which is the trigger you set, wasn't it? Yeah, she is not bolted. All right, so that actually sets us into initiative order. Yeah. Yeah, we get, fucking Nick gets to roll initiative. So to be actually, fair, his uh, whole action does stay held until his turn. It does. You are correct, and I, I'm keeping that in mind. I'm happy um, with it. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, as you see her be pulled through across next to the table, shifting it slightly to the side, and the cushions flying off with her in the process, uh, what do you do? Uh, just unsheathes uh, rapier and short sword. Just kind of calmly steps over the table. Um, or I'm sorry, does it Probably don't have to just jump onto it, uh, but it'll do that. No, you can get across there pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's tall enough that a j- full jump would be needed if you didn't have chairs right there, which you do. Okay. Go ahead, trade away a little bit more of your humanity to this. I've been doing it for sixty years. Eddie's stabber slash at her. Uh, where are you moving to? I haven't seen you. He's moving. That's that's ten, fifteen, twenty. 30? It's still within range. Ah, not... oh, there you are. Yeah. If, if like, this and this are difficult terrain. No, you're fine. Okay. Well, after that's done. Okay. So, rapier first. That's a hit. Nice. What'd you get? 26. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. And short sword. Short sword's a 14? That will not hit. Okay. Ooh. I can't help but wonder how many of this woman's forebearers got dragged through their, uh, living room like a sack of fish by a ghost a chain of fish <laughs> I think that's the most you know the common thing is you lob it. across your room oh yeah so did mine, did mine not have weird skeletal hands or did it have like different kinds of I, like what I'm asking you is, is, my, it is it, is it, it was the same stand what did or I is it see? slightly different because I'm using it uh, to everyone else it was not quite specifically the same it was very similar, the same shape and general form, but it definitely seemed less weathered. Yeah, and I think it was like purpley, <laughs> giant. It was also a different color. Yes, this is a pale white. Your stand range is a little nice. less than buddies. <laughs> giant hands with long, disproportionate fingers uh, being possessed by the Yowie ghosts. No, <laughs> twenty-two. Yikes! Oh, all right, boy, that's some damage. Okay, so. 
stepping over the table and announcing your intent, you move towards her and you stab forward. Uh, and there is not as much resistance as you would have even expected from what you're doing as you just pass it into her chest through her dress and you can feel it come out the other side. And as you pull it back, you give just enough of a twist that you know it left an impact as you pull back your blood slick blade. She grabs the suns. Your teeming of humanity may differ than mine, then. You swing overhead, but she kind of drops herself a bit low, and it just clatters along, cutting through a portrait, uh, severing off the bodies of a not-so-handsome-looking family. If you were only heartless before, you are now. Bye-bye. Oh. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, are you, that was your bonus action also, right? Yep. Okay. She makes a motion, a weird kind of flowing movement with her hand, almost as if pulling something towards her, but very delicately. You hear the tinkling of chains, similar to the no, one. I'm tapping two blue mana. <laughs> um, it is relevant. It is relevant that this particular thing does not seem to be magic. As oh you, God, I get you, it. As you watch it, you do not see her releasing anything. That's important for you, Faustus. You can tell that it's not magic. I think I get it. She's not casting. Ah, uh, hell. I don't get it. Literal hell. Got it. Uh, however, um, as after doing that. You see, as she raises her hands up and puts them together, steepling them just in front of her face, and begins whispering something under her breath, something that you very much now recognize as being incantation. Tap the blue. I still got to tap. Phase didn't end. Tap that flooded strand. <laughs> Wait, no, shit, that's a fetch. <laughs> no, no, you so, give a priority. Uh, what? You give a priority. Yeah, so she will attempt to cast Thunderwave. Uh, what do you mean you have six? <laughs> All right, uh, let's let me check counter spells. Exist. I know how counter spell works, and it will completely counter the spell. <laughs> okay, not even the uh, chance no, it can fail. Here's the thing, right? If counter spell is cast at a level equal to the spell, or lo- uh, or higher than the spell being cast, it just erases it. If you cast at a lower level yeah. than the spell being cast, you have to check if you erase it. Oof. Yeah, so it's it's third level or lower. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's see. What's the worst, most Yankee counter spell he could have uh, cast here? <laughs> uh, the force spike. spike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she she puts her hands together and starts whispering this thing quickly, and you can there's this almost ebb and flow in the air. As there seems to be some heating warmth, and then you just gesture to her, and you don't even say need to say anything, <laughs> as with kind of just a flick motion. All of the mana she accumulated around her hands vanishes as she lets go and then looks a bit disconcerted now around the many arm, uh, weapon-wielding folks in her presence. Did things not work out for you? <laughs> God damn it, Faustus! You waited till she tapped all her land down before countering it, too. All right, and because this would be the most natural reaction, she is going to attempt to run. As she turns around and uh, looks about to launch away, but before she even gets out of space. Let's see. I will hold on to a small bar of iron in my pocket, which apparently has the material components, and I will say out. Well, Abbott's- you can also just use your holy symbol. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll hold that. 
I'll hold that and um, and and say with uh, deep intonation, Avison offers you no retreat. Uh, let's see. So that will be a wisdom check against fifteen. Uh, all right. Or wisdom save. Sorry. Uh, that is a pass with an eighteen. Okay, I tried. Um, but doesn't she invoke attack of opportunity from a bunch of people? But yeah, you reach outwards and make this grasping motion, and you see as a like, striking light illuminates around her for a moment. But this doesn't even seem to halt her step as she just immediately takes a lurching uh, motion away, clutching at her side. Uh, in her stumbles, though, she leaves the space of... Uh, Technically, three. four things, three things effectively. I'll let the dog attack just at disadvantage. No, she doesn't leave my threat zone, unfortunately, which is really unfortunate. I'm oh, really yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yet, so. now. Yeah, he's no good. The there. other three of you. <laughs> you know what occurs to me? Rules is written. Is it possible to have a counter war? Uh, Probably. Yes. However, you couldn't keep doing it considering it uses your reaction to cast it. Okay. Yeah. You could, you could they, so, like, the counter. They could counterspell. Like, if she had counterspell, she could counterspell your counterspell, but then yeah. she wouldn't have a reaction for the next turn. But then I can counter her but counter, you, and then that's you the could end. Not, yeah, you could not counter her counter because you already used your reaction to cast the first counterspell. Well, no, I mean, but if there, let's say there was I a cast a spell. Okay, so if you cast a spell, right, and then she yeah. tried to counter it, she's using her reaction to counter your regular action. Yeah, yeah. and then Faustus could counter use it. Your reaction to counter her reaction. But now she doesn't have a reaction anymore, so she could not recounter your spell. Yes. Okay. However, if there was a theoretical third person in the room who counter counterspell, they could. So there can be exactly <laughs> as many counters as there are people that can cast counters. Yeah, because each person only has one reaction, basically. And it does burn your reaction to do so. Fair enough. And then they, they could have the choice of either countering my counter or countering my original fireball. <laughs> Same with magic. Oh, boy. Does a 21 hit? Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Does a 24 hit? Yeah, that'll also hit. Does a 9 hit? No, that will not hit. Okay. Okay, that's 8 plus 6. Uh, 14 points of uh, slashing damage with a plus 2 weapon. I don't th- I, pushing attack would not be useful here, so I won't use that. <laughs> Just shove her into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could use menacing attack if I want to do a little bit more damage. I need to clear before rolling damage. Yeah, so I you can't do actually. Forward. Um, okay. And so you dig an axe into her also. All right. So, um, she steps away. You tries to worm past the corner he's stuck in, but it doesn't really do anything to grasp the just nipping at the edge of where her heels were a moment ago. However, Grove, you and Grimhild directly next to each other, seeing this moment as a prime time to strike, both dart forward. You jab an axe and it grazes the corner of her shoulder and leaves a heavy mark as Grimhild, you just bring a slash across the back of her dress, cutting off a huge sheet of fine fabric and digging into the flesh underneath. She winces and (laughs) keeps powering through, however, to try and run away as she (laughs) takes another step, worming past the the sofa. uh, The wording of sneak attack real quick. That's you never good <laughs> It will reset when you come back to your turn. You already used your okay. sneak attack for the turn. Okay, I was wondering if I could burn it and not get it next to it, but yeah, okay. Nope. Yeah, it's it's like still my turn or whatever. So, okay. Yes. Um, it resets okay. at the beginning of your turn each time. Consider your untapped step. At least it's with my good weapon. It's 
sneak attack is a very powerful magic ability. Uh, that probably hits. Let me just check. Yeah, I'll hit. Like, like, I'll hit. <laughs> I'd like to use sneak attack and just bring an Emrakul comes out. Or crit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So wow, you know, Nick was got a lot stronger when he learned through the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you roll you have advantage on opportunity attacks? That's what Blade Master gives me. Damn, that's good. <laughs> it means I can't it means I can't use daggers anymore. That, or the oh, dagger, that, the daggers, aren't, daggers aren't good anymore, basically, right? That's okay. I mean they're still Dag- good ranged weapons, but they're they're a desperation move. Okay, but yes, that will definitely hit. <laughs> Going somewhere. Wow. Nice. Right, let's see. Thanks. <laughs> All right. You also seeing her pass by you, Nick, just give a kind of half turn and sort of edge clothesline her with the side of your sword. She pushes through it, not cutting herself in half and more shifting it off to the side, but you can feel as it digs into her belly and she runs past, pushing the door open ahead of her as she bleeding runs out of the room. Do we have any uh, vision of like Irish? <laughs> uh, let me reveal as much as having like the door open would. Yeah. For the record, I'm really glad she didn't cast Thunderwave. What does that do? It's a 15 foot cube of 2d8 thunder damage that pushes people away. <laughs> I can do it. Oh, that's it. More if she used the larger spell slot. Um, you saw her turn to the right once entering into this room. Okay. Um, with that said, uh, that brings us to Grove. Uh, Your dog acts first, as you have decided beforehand. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, and then see what opens up to Let's do the rest see of the here. One moment here. The movements. Up, dogoscope. Is she hiding under a bed? Um, he finds pushing in that it is a not probably the worst kept room you've seen so far. A uh, number of beds in there. Um, many of which have looked slept in recently. You don't actually see anyone in them currently. There's a number of like personal belongings scattered next to some chests against the wall, but other than that, not too much. However, a door immediately to the right, also ajar. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Indoor. What's... What's dog? <laughs> on, <Yeah>. on. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps up into her arms. As he pushes further into the room, he sees... Uh, crashing into the door that she is just on the other side of it, the wind to, wincing and kind of panting under her breath. So he has 10 movement left for just regular base speed. Correct. Is there a way to get on the other side and cut her off? You would need no. 15 move, <laughs> okay. I think. That's only even when you can fit through someone's space. You'd have to, like, unsmaller creatures and things like that is how you interact with that. It's fine. He's a wolf is pretty big, my dude. <laughs> like... No, 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 that's fine. I wasn't sure what the rules were. No, I was talking to James, though. You said, it's a dog. No, it's pretty fucking big. This is a a hybrid, so it's probably unnaturally big. Also gets way better mileage. (laughs) All right, dog is plus seven. Nope, 14. Uh, Yeah, no. He bites forward, and she just kind of brings a hand over to the side. Doesn't exactly place it between him and her, but there's this strange sensation of his mouth just kind of clasping against nothing. He gnaws at the air for a bit, and you can see him from here doing so. Alright, yeah, that ends his turn. So we're probably not- we're probably still not alone in this room. It's fine. Uh, Grove's gonna use his new move. The Zephyr- what's its nuts? Yes, that's- Oh, Zephyr Strike? Yeah, Zephyr Strike. It's a bonus action. 
so what? That gives you extra move and your uh, melee attack. Don't, don't provoke uh, opportunity attacks, and the first attack you make with a melee attack of your turn, you get advantage. Okay, I would say uh, I you can cancel out the until the end of turn, but I think I'm already at thirty. Yeah, um, that would cancel out the penalty of movement from attacking. Like, I mean, the penalty you'd have normal on the attack to swing through the door frame as you kind of have to stand off to the side. Perfect. As opposed to being penalty. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 whack this bitch with an axe. Hey, does Faustus have that spell that with, that makes the glitter? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't. No. Does that seem appropriate for him? <laughs> appropriate to want to fight vampires. Does a fifteen? Yeah. Uh, I can get it. It's a first level. That will spell. not. You don't have it, do you? No, not on okay. me. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! No, that will just literally just hit. Perfect. We have learned things today. Oh, the... Sorry, I did my math wrong for a moment there, but we're good. Fine. And then Dogger will bite after this. Yeah, I, I feel pretty content sending the hunter after her. <laughs> right, your dog's inspired by your assault. Yep. <laughs> She's a noble woman, not a hardened, like, escape artist. Listen, well, it's not the first noble he's killed. It probably won't be the last. I'm much more concerned with what uh, is still your most dog likely has advantage on this one. Yep. Ooh, nice 19. Come on, dog! Okay, 19. Okay. Uh, let's see. First roll me damage, and I'll roll that save. What's the I, DC? I, I, uh, so I did 8 damage with the axe, and then the dog. On the dog, I mean. Um, damage. Okay, and what dog. is the save from that? It is a strength. DC 11 strength. Are we not prime? Uh, all right. So. Oops. Uh, firstly, I guess before the description, she failed that. <laughs> Boof. Yeah! <laughs> um, <laughs> so. If we sent the canine oh, unit after her. Make a That's few big. motions next to you, uh, and whisper a few words under your breath. And then you launch yourself. You move with surprising lacrity through the room at, a huge pace and papers and things got scattered about some of the loose tableware on top of the table as you move past it are pushed away by an almost ethereal wind as you launch off after your dog and find him stuck in the doorway and you don't really have a perfect angle but it doesn't matter you lean around the side and drive your axe down and you can feel it catch into her as she attempts to repel your dog in the moment of pain that strikes through her. And you can see on her face, Ugh! she lowers her the reach of her arm a bit. And now, further prompted by this, you bites down harder, pushing through whatever he was struggling with mere moments ago and biting down against her flesh. He pulls backwards as she yelps and she falls down to the ground. Uh, her leg stuck in his mouth for a moment before he lets it go, teeth tipped with red. Ow. That brings us to Grimhild. He probably bellows also, which anybody who knows Grove is probably excited. You know, he bellows when he gets excited. Can I share a space with Doge? You cannot share a space. You can pass through space. You cannot share. Try to bull rush her through the dog. I could move here and then try to drag her over again. <laughs> you could. But I don't know if that's going to actually work a bunch of times in a row. I mean, she's prone now. Oh, so she's not. So you'd have trouble, I think, because she's prone with a ranged attack. Hmm. There's a couple points of failure, yeah. Well, it's not, it's not even technically a ranged attack, so I think it would work regardless. Um, hmm. Did you have any movement 
left? Not you, but did Grove have any movement yep. left? Um, let's uh, see. You have a lot of movement left. Uh, you have a fuckload of movement left. Oh, right. I still have like 30. Yeah, one second. And this is the one where you can move after attacking. One, two, three, four, five. You used five of your 12. So Yeah. Actually, could I get behind her with that much? I, again, you can't fit through her space. God damn it. That's Even fine. Even she's uh, prone? That's a fair point. Um, yeah, I guess so, actually. I would normally be like, hey, it costs something or you do something, but since she's both prone, an old lady, and difficult and, terrain doesn't affect him. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact you have so much excessive amount of movement left, sure. You managed to kind of sprint over. Thank you for reminding me I had movement left. <laughs> he just walks out the front door and comes in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for Nick to say that. But yeah, that, I'll, I'll end my turn there, so it's a little easier for that. Thanks for the reminder of how much movement I fucking have. A fuck ton. Alright. Okay, that brings us to Grimhild. Oh, right. Yeah, we were still Grimhild, which she didn't actually go yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Do I have advantage because she's prone? Uh, yes, which would cancel out your disadvantage from getting around the corner. Okay. Then if I get another layer of advantage, will I have advantage? Yes, you would. Then I'm going to use Fainting Attack, largely for the extra damage, <laughs> but also for having advantage, which is handy. Uh, so let's roll to hit. Does it have 20, 20 hits? Yes? That'll hit. Okay. And I'm tempted to make this a menacing attack just so I do even more damage, but I should save that in case I ever get a crit. So... Forget, did Nick pick up that wine? Um, I do twenty-two points of damage. It's on the table with the cork out. Yeah. Um. Okay. You lean over through the doorway and then bring your sword down. And where where do you bring it down? I mean, at this point, I'm basically just acting as an executioner, so probably neck area if I can. If it's a, it'd be hard to cut across from where you're having to kind of go through. Um, more vertical motion that you get to do. Kind of diagonal it if you want, but it wouldn't be great. How is she on the ground? Um, one moment. Let me. Uh, where is that tool? Can do I not have the draw tool for some reason? There it is. All right. Um, this direction. Okay. Which side is her head? Uh, the one pointed toward uh Grove. Okay. Um, then just going for whatever I can get. So I suppose just along the back or. Belly or whichever way she's facing, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she had turned to repel against the dog, so you just bring it down. If I can do a thrust into her like abdomen. You could. Then you want to do that? Work. Yeah. Alright. So, you push over, kind of leaning past the dog, and then just drive downwards with a flourish that tricks her eyes for a moment in the air before you stab through her chest. And you can see as the blade goes entirely through her that you hear the breaking of bone and feel as you impact into the wood below, driving several inches. It wasn't supposed to be that quick, at least. Call back. She extends a hand upward for a brief moment, before you can see the body just drop. Okay, what do you do? We'll grab that bottle of wine again, obviously. Uh, I'm sorry. When I say what do you do, I mean to Grimhild, because we're not out of initiative. (laughs) Uh, She's super dead. Seems to be. Okay, because I have an extra attack. <laughs> Just sort of <laughs> launch it behind you. Attack a door or something. <laughs> uh, It'll feel good. 
I'm tempted to. Mm. What do you normally do with like collaborators and shit in Stancia? Like when you kill them, do you like put their heads on pikes? Do you like crucify? Like what do you do? Uh, bodies are generally disposed with quickly. Is the thing in general because of zombies true. and ghosts. <laughs> Ghouls and geists are things you need to take care of, right? You don't just let them sit out for the chance room to happen. Faust is already peeking around the corner, seeing if maybe she's still a little ripe. She can still work, go in the ca- a caravan. Come on. <laughs> don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I love Faustus. We need to encourage him more, not less. Yeah, that's a good point. It would be one of the more effective zombies. Well, it would be a powerful looking one. Okay. Okay, but so do you do anything? Use your um, action. And did you do bonus action to uh one I used my bonus action already to Alright, so you have faint. a certain amount of movement left, I guess, unless you want to attack a random direction. Uh is there a devil floating around somewhere? Not that you can see. Then I think I'm good for now. Okay. There even as there is silence for a moment after all this heavy action, you're uh, amongst this like constant kind of gentle chain tinkling of Kind of leathery sound in the air. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh one moment. Uh, Grimhill does a, uh, I'm pretty sure a 23 hits your AC. It hits me by like four, so I hope it hits Grimhill because that's what my character's about. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Out of nowhere, you just feel this like sharp sting in the corner of your neck. Um, kind of completely out of nowhere, to be honest, other than the sound of leather moving close to you. Um, you take seven piercing damage, and I'm going... Oh, wait, no. Six piercing damage. And I'm going to need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Okay. I made a 22. Yeah, you're fine. It's one of my good saves. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh, no, it still does half as much. Wait, what? It still has half the damage, even though you saved. Oh, one of those. It's like a, it's like a dexterity save. Did, it's like evasion. Did, did somebody say dexterity save? <laughs> if uh, only your blood had evasion. And six poison damage. Okay. As something there uh, did something to your side. You're not exactly sure what it was. Uh, I shout for the magic users that there's some kind of bullshit invisible devil. Maybe. I should have warned you about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking around, but I suppose I probably can't see anything. Um, okay, so that brings us to Faustus. Okay. Uh, I guess the first question is, can Victor perceive the devil? <laughs> what is oh, Victor's form, Victor so form of sense is blind sense, correct? Blind sight is I, I, at least what the crab was based on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's a We're fucking so crab very happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, he statted uh, as a crab. <laughs> Poor one shit. Moment. <laughs> one moment here. Uh, blind sight can receive its surroundings without relying on sight of a specific radius. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> 30 feet blind sight. <laughs> um, is that within range? It's gotta be. Literally just within range, okay. Oh, wait, no, you can go that way. Um, considering muffling a walls, you can't perceive exactly what it is, but you can perceive its location. Uh, if you got closer, you could probably get a clearer thing, but it's considering it's barred by a wall from where you are currently. You can tell it's around here, though. Something making awfully flappy noises. I didn't see it. And Conrad did. He I pointed it out as soon as you talked to her. Say, it's near Grimhild and the door. 
and he'll uh, open the door next to him or reach for it and try to open it. Haven't you ever fucking played XCOM? <laughs> yeah, okay. Everyone's supposed to be on Overwatch outside that door when I open it. <laughs> okay. So, so, that, um, so that the sectoid can take over and just kill I, everybody? So you take a. Uh, do you want to stay where you are and kind of lean for it, or do you want to actually step over to it? Uh, he'll lean for it. Okay. You just barely manage to grasp onto the handle and give it a turn. It seems unlocked because it twists open. You push in? Yeah, he'll push. Does it go in? Uh, it does. Okay, then. <laughs> you just find fucking Victor and 14 zombies on a panty raid. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, he'll just push the door open. Sure. Uh, that that did not work at all. Whatever. That'll still work. Oh, shit. Who's this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really now? <laughs> you push open the door, and as you do so, you see this kind of heavyset man on the other side, dressed in kind of black, not quite formal wear, with uh, looking at the door with a curious eye and a knife clutched in his hand right below his chest. Hmm. Hi. Up. <laughs> well, I still got an action, so uh you fill that whole room with fire. That was exactly the plan. Confused. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> uh, can, am I allowed to cast the fireball at such a point that it fills the room, but the blast of flame out the door doesn't What is like, your AoE on fireball? A twenty foot radius from the point that I aim to. Alright, so let's see. So if you put it directly in the middle of the room, it hits the corner of the house. Uh, if, let's see if you hit here. Um, yeah, but basically here, drop it like one square in front of the door. If you hit right, uh, if you hit this location, it actually would fill up the entire room. And then only because of the wall containing it not hit you unless it wraps around walls. I forget a fireball does. Well, if it goes, I, I don't, not that I am aware of, but if it I'll goes. Like, it says it, for all spells that wrap around wall, they mention if it does. If it goes right there, I didn't know if the like angle of the wall would protect him. It's just as well if a giant burst of flame fills that corner of the room. Uh, all right, well, we'll pick up all those books in a moment. Let's look through the important ones. Uh, uh, the fire spreads around corners. It ignites it spread around corners. Objects. Okay, so where you are, there is no way you could throw it in that room and not hit yourself. Okay, is our bonus actions allowed for movement? Uh, you have a free movement action. Oh, okay. I didn't know. If, I didn't know if the door opening counted. I'd say that counts as like five feet of your movement. Whatever you did. Okay, sure. <laughs> you what, <laughs> motherfucker? Get away from me! <laughs> <laughs> Just gets on the other side of the table, pushes it, <laughs> like sticks down, and then blows everything up. <laughs> All right, then I'm I'm gonna move down here, and I'm gonna drop it. Uh, well, I can't see that spot, but I'm gonna drop it. Squares in front right, of the. Right. Uh, oh no. So you're going to drop it at the far side of the room? So, it's yeah, also far worth side stating, of the room. Uh, as you step in and look through the door from a different angle, you can now see another person in there. See, <laughs> so, my instincts were right. Well, someone's been drawing, like, tiny squares in there constantly, <laughs> and I'd appreciate if you didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your instincts were wrong. They just happened to include a correct move. <laughs> um, I hope those fireplaces aren't linked. <laughs> And yeah, this uh, this woman just in there does not seem to have any arms available and instead seems to be currently sitting in a chair, uh, clutching onto it with very tight knuckles. Nah, at this point, he can't take any chances. All right. So you just fire to the back at the exact spot she's at. 
Uh, yeah, right next to her. What if one of those two is a hostage? Well, no, or if they're just like a maid. Well, she's sitting there in the room with the dude with the dagger, so... Yeah, unarmed and looking scared? Now, an important thing I realize, if you hit the spot she's at, you will actually wrap around walls and hit Nick. He's within 15 feet. Well, does it like wrap around walls as in it would trace three squares down, then one square right? I think it's supposed to. Rules is written, but also that doesn't make sense to me. So never mind. I wouldn't do that because I'm the GM and I get to choose cool yeah. things. I say because hypothetically, you could wrap all the way into that bedroom with no never being 20 feet away from the, the radius. It, I, I, it really does depend on that fireplace. <laughs> They're, they are linked, but not in, like, just an open path between them. They have to, like, wrap up into the chimney and then back under the other side, so... It's not the fucking right. in, in the master's chamber from Dishonored. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about all that. You'll, you'll have it mostly contained in that room. It'll, like, scorch this chair out here as the farthest will I was say, in the interest of uh, not murdering and also making the... I mean, the math's issue fine. a little good. less morally confusing, uh, I'll, just, I'll cast Ray of Sickness at the guy who actually has a knife. All right, fair enough. Barfo. Not the woman ripping a chair with white knuckles and no weapons. <laughs> so you just open the door, politely walk to the chair. You, you do you, right? And, and make yeah, it. Yeah, don't sick. worry about it. Seriously. I'm just letting you know that Grimhild. And if that's the thing that actually like goes across your mind is, oh wait, Grimhild might be pissed off if I murder this woman. That's fine. <laughs> do He's uh, I, not I mean, not feeling like being on her bad side right now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you extend your battle wand out towards this man. <laughs> yeah, he opens the door, I guess, uh, slides across the table and uh, fires a ray of sickness at uh, the guy who pulls the knife. Is this them making a save or is this an attack from you? I forget which one is for ray of sickness. Uh, ray attack. Uh, over 20. No yeah, that'll hit. Crit. Okay. <laughs> Make this make this man sick. I mean, fake morals are better than no morals, right? Make this hammer powerful. Is this the spell that if you kill him, he automatically turns into a zombie? Nah. No, that's finger of death. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't have nearly access to that shit right now. Finger of right, death. Eight, eight poison damage and a Constitution save against sixteen, or uh, get disadvantage on past that. He is poisoned. All right, disadvantage <laughs> on attacks and skills. Yep, you. Uh, flick with the wand in his direction, which lets out a thin ray of familiar sickly green light. And you just kind of pull it up along the mark of his body, and you see as it goes on at his clothes, and then across his face. And you see him stand there for a moment before, like, lurching to the side, and arm, like, resting now against that cushioned couch. <coughs> Coughing into the handle of his knife. A man and a woman armed or a woman and a man armed uh, I she just kind of was, uh, in the home of my employer <laughs> either way that would uh, end the turn um, <laughs> make this man ill <laughs> that brings us to Lyria alright pointed at me and he looks so mad so estimation invisible demons like here Approximately. Approximately. If I move here, can I cast through the door without hurting Grimhild? I to move where? here. Uh, right I mean, Grimhild. disadvantage on most things, but yes. Okay. I mean, let's see. 
What I want to cast is Flaming Sphere, like, here. That you can't see. Okay. Is there any way for me and Grimhild to switch spaces? I can't remember if that's a thing in D&D anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can just move through a space and take you that much to get there. You know what? Sure. I'm gonna... How much do I hate myself? You could just move into her space. Yeah? You can't cast. stay in someone's space. Oh, that's true. walk back out. Oh, I can walk in, cast, and walk out? That is true, I suppose. Yeah. It'll, it'll, okay. it'll, it'll eat 10 feet instead of 5, but yeah. That's fine. I'm going to go ahead and cast Flaming Sphere right here. Okay. Um, you, ex- you extend a hand outward. Wait, I'm going to cast it at 5th level instead of 3rd, though. Or 4th level. Cool. What does that level. do? It, it makes it another D6 to 4th uh, level? It's a 2nd second, second level. I'm putting it to 4th level. Okay, so that adds 2D6 damage. Ooh. Yeah. So it is 46 fire fire damage on a failed save. Yeah. And what is it against? Was is it it should be against At this point when I realized how hilarious sneak attack is eventually going to be. <laughs> yeah, right? You seem to understand that you basically are a spell every turn in damage. <laughs> the save is against 15 and it's a dex save. Dex save it passes. Okay. Well, he still takes half damage, right? Yes. Yeah. That's got how many d6 now? Uh, you roll 4d6, but take Four. half the damage. 4d6. So, round down or up for damage? Christ! Not bad. Uh, Not bad. Man. I tend to round up for uh, outbound damage and uh, round down for incoming damage. <laughs> okay. Wait, so that's rounding, what, in our favor? In your favor, yes. Okay, so 11. 11 fire damage okay. to, to devils who may or not may not interact with fire in you weird ways. Step inside and point at a space over one of the beds, and from that spot, a billowing sphere blossoms into existence of this deep red flame. And it floats and curls, and you can see as its heat lashes out, and the bed begins being set alight. The covers and pillows and down smoldering quickly. The other bed adjacent to you, uh, similarly being lit. Um, you don't hear any sounds of a reaction. Okay. Can Are the flames licking in any particular way that I can see a shape in it? Make me a perception check. Okay. It loves it. <laughs> you know, that was my fear. As I'm like, <laughs> fuck, this is a devil. I'm gonna, like, heal it with this. It loves it. <laughs> I don't think there are any monsters that get healed by you doing a damage to them other than a nil bog. That's because those are the worst. Goblin back. Yeah. Um... I'm making up for rolling a one on, in- on uh, uh. All right, you don't get a great view of it, but you kind of see as like the flames flicker. You gaze around trying to get a good view of it, and it is this minuscule thing, like the size of a small cat almost. A space up in the air where you can see flames being pushed away from for a moment before it moves out of its reach, not really seeming to mind them. Okay. I hope I actually did 11 damage. And not just a farce of 11 damage. But she'll point it out to Grimhild and say, there's a shape and it's moving that away. Still invisible, though. Okay. Um, with that said, that brings us to Conrad. Finally. <laughs> Alright, there's not a whole lot of meaningful ways I can interact with that devil right now, considering the small parade of heroes that are in the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to sort of peacefully walk into uh, 
peacefully walk into the room with the uh, man and woman. I'm going to spend an action on divine sense. Uh, all right. Um, neither of them show any signs of anything, even as the one clutches at his side. I'll just sort of mumble, loyal to Vokter or loyal to Pei? Pretty sure the latter. She's mm. dead. Is she? Sounded like it. Pei, then. Mm. You gotta keep a face in front of your employees. You know, what is that thing? <coughs> thing? Whatever it did to me. Um, I, I apologize. You seem to have startled him. Next shot's over. Things are a little tense. Anyway, stay calm. I'll be here to protect you if need be. Just roll me persuasion. <laughs> they knock off a few uses of uh, of divine sense. Find the right die, of course. Ooh, not bad. Uh, nineteen. Okay. He just kind of nods a few times. Yeah, yeah, all right. <clears throat> What he's done to you will pass momentarily. Are we going to die? Not if you stay calm and stay hidden. All right. Uh, I'll just sort of like turn around and hold to the hold the door. Okay. All right. What was that? Human human life is to be cherished and preserved against the horrors of the night. Um, brings us to Nick. So mechanically, what is attacking something invisible? You uh, so if you know its location when you attack something that's invisible, you have automatic disadvantage on attacks. And I don't know its exact location, huh? You know it's box, and I will accept that. Also, could, over half of that room is filled with fire. They, they could point out to you that it is at the epicenter of, of, of the fire. No, no, it's adjacent to the fire. The epicenter is here, and it is here. <laughs> I, I couldn't see I, anything. I, yeah, I couldn't see anything there. Nope. 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 All right, well, let's... So oh, I, that's because I, that, I was on a different overlay. One sec. Okay, here we go. That's where the flame is. Uh-huh. That's where it is. Okay. Right, because it attacked Green So Hill. can we see it through the fires and the flame? If you make a perception of 19, <laughs> and I pointed it out to Grimhild. <laughs> and what is it? If I walk in there, I get roasted? Uh, if you... Or if I have my turn there. If you are... If, next, if, you, if you move into it, I believe. If is you it end your turn, turn next to a flaming sphere. End and your you turn. Okay, you can pass by. And if, you, and if you save, you take no damage, Nick. Oh, is it no oh, damage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was an evasion, evasion now. <laughs> so it's 10... 2030. Uh, if you're coming action to dash, you can do it. Yeah, okay, so I will swing <laughs> at this general environment. <laughs> I will All cunningly right. dash into the flame. Attack with the disadvantage. <laughs> yep. So I add eight to one of these. Hey, 13. Uh, that will exactly hit. Squawk? <laughs> oh, this poor fucker. Okay. I love how Nick always makes like the most ball and ass crazy shots. How many? How That's many? right? How many things do you roll? What is your? One I think we're about to see. One day plus forty six plus four. Oof. <laughs> so that flaming sphere plus D eight plus four. Okay. Three. You just kind of move good? over there, step in the spot, and just kind of jab in the direction that you were presented, and you hear <laughs> as suddenly you see on the end of your sword as you stab forward that you stab through the approximate neck and torso of this like cat-sized devil with strange leathery wings and a uh, pointed tail. Oh, so it just blinks back into existence. Sort of spine. Uh, and as you do so, it just sort of hangs limply from the end of your sword. Uh, yeah, that he is going to Oh, I, I moved to Grimhill, my bad. 
Yeah, then then dug back before, you know, one of the licks of flame hits him. Still with the demon on the end of the sword, like, uh... Ooh. Remarkably devil. Definitely devil. devil. Right. Can I drop concentration? Um, you can drop concentration whenever. Yeah, I'll just drop it in the flame spheres. Okay. The uh, bed is still set alit and is currently smoldering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's less of an issue now that there's a demon on a spit. Um, it is worth noting, for those who know, uh, as this is the first time a devil has shown up in this campaign, to describe what a devil is like. A devil is a red-faced creature with pointy ears and strange elongated limbs, some blockier and larger than others. They're humanoid and generally hunched over with a longer tail, though these thing traits vary quite frequently. But they're always this very dark saturated red in color this one uh tiny with many like almost spine like horns atop its head and yellowed eyes that have gone slack as it seems to be just kind of moving with nick's motions on the end of his sword kind of holds it up looks at it you're telling me that people give up their lives and souls to collaborate with this you can see it's steaming blood leaking out across your blade. Oh, you can get off of there. He just, like, flicks it. I mean, I kind of cooked it before you killed it, so I mean, uh, at least there's that. All right, so, um, as you end, you continue hearing this chain noise. These chains in the air. Oh, hell. Sound of something almost being raised, winched up. And... It's an odd moment, as Nick and Illyria, you feel a chill as from directly behind you through the floor drifts upward a creature, or shape, a phantasm, of draped cloth covered in a number of chains. Spooky ghosterman! Just floats out of the floor, this off shade of blue. I was really hoping this would be a scob and not a ghost. That's like a, what do you call it? Rattlegeist or whatever? Rattle that's, what that's what I'm thinking of, at least. Yeah. Uh, there are a number of them, but these are a thing you've heard of and encountered, and they're always unpleasant. <laughs> they are geists that have given way to losing their fetters on objects and being connected to things and ideas, rather than are now just bound by concept alone, taken to doing odd behaviors, and sometimes this is strong to do, be done and do things. Blue geists are dangerous in a different way than black geists are, where black geists are directly malevolent, blue geists are unpredictable, <laughs> because they want to do something, but who knows to what end. As this one pulls itself free from the floor, it extends these chains, illuminated with this white-blue, towards the person closest to it, Nick, and it attempts to wrap one from behind you. You can see these like thick, heavy spikes set into the sides of these chains as it begins to try and drag it along your side. With an odd fluid motion that is quite sluggish, though, because I do not believe a 12 hits you. It does not. It's going to hit you with that chain of fools. It repeats the motion sweeping from underneath your legs. Does a 17 hit you? It does. That is 14 slashing damage. Good. Ooh. Okay, now, wait. If it's a two-part, like, if it, if it deals two different kinds of damage, and I... Uh, it will mitigate all of the damage, not just one part of it, when you... Okay, so what's the rest? One is there, a rest? there is not a second type of damage. 
However, you are now grappled as the chain wraps between your legs and holds you in place as it tangles up your body. Yeah, I'm gonna spend my reaction to take seven instead. So sure, give me the old razzle dazzle. It floats there subtly. That brings us to Grove. You hear this metal noise from the other room. I have good news and bad news. Illyria will yell at him, it's a blue geist! No rest for the wicked. Uh, is there anything else I see in this uh, hallway? Who's the wicked? He just crumbles to himself. To be kind of a just- back room that leads to the outside. It has a number of like gardening supplies here. You see some varying forms of fertilizer, a spade or two. Uh, can you ping again for me? Ping, ping what? Oh, you were just saying where I'm at, is that? It's, yeah, where you're at. Okay. Was yeah, it wasn't clear. Can I even get to this place? Um, take a bit of concerted effort. Or you can try and open this door direct, uh, directly below you or to your right, as those both are places, too, if you want to start trying to investigate a different path to get there. That sounds so Rather than push your way to your friend. Sick. Uh, yeah. What, what is it? Non-magical attacks you half damage to ghosts or don't work? Half damage, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna unsling the bow and then just kind of walk into this place. Because, okay, I'm not getting close to this thing. Fuck that. Also, it's way too crowded. <laughs> sure. Uh, you step into the door and you see what looks to be another sort of back room. This one with a number of foodstuffs and wines and other fine materials gathered in barrels and boxes. Um, you see that very servant who let you in before kind of pressed up against a barrel in the corner, crouching low. He's not out of sight, but more uh, kind of not quite fetal position in the corner, cowering. Shout at him so you can zip tie him. <laughs> well, he is gonna, he's going to see him and just go, your mistress is dead, leave. All right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm having a servant protection service over here. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> a group for the abused uh, servants of Lady Vokter. Since I guess he wants to get the quickest exit, he'll just let that guy go. Give him a wide berth so he doesn't, you know, stab him. Yeah, I'm gonna make him run right by his dead master. Have to wait until his turn to move. So, all right. Well, I guess I'll take the risk of getting stabbed. Uh, one, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Blurp. Straight into the bonus room. Nobody in here. There does there. not seem to be. Um, except into what seems to be a bit more of a workshop, wash station, uh, and kitchens area. A lot of different places oh, to I- do work. Food on shelves and uh, a large cutting board and a uh, table filled with a number of knives and other partially prepared foods. Doesn't Check seem to be here. a chef in here at the moment. I guess before he goes to his final movement, he'll take a head in here just to see. Let's see. I'm doing... This house has so many closets. Uh, I would say that doing this is your final movement. Open a door also again. Watch uh, a storage place. place yeah, you, you might as well point. anyways. All right. Uh, you push it open, and you discover that this one is definitely an active larder. There's just dried meats, cheeses, uh, regular meats that aren't dried yet. Score. Vegetables. Yeah. Just then, a pantry stocked quite full of both fine and regular foods. Sure. And then he'll hold action to attack this guy if he comes from behind, because he's paranoid. Um, okay. All right. And then Dogerman. Um, dog should have gone first, but whatever. We're good. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Five, ten. 530? Is that right? You can get that easy. Alright. 
Uh, yeah, and then he'll try and bite a ghost. Ghost right. spider. Boop. 23? Uh, that will hit. This dog pulls a ghost to the ground. I'm going to be amazed. Man, that's a, that's a roll that gets you to church on time. I have never heard that uh, used. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that phrase used, but not for rolling. Uh, yeah, 11 from- damage, and he needs to make a DC 11 or not get knocked prone, however the fuck happened that does. Condition immunity prone. Oh, what a bastard. Wow, that's so specific. <laughs> Actually, do I... I should get advantage on that roll. I guess I you should do. just check really fast before I get crit. Nope, that's a critical nope. failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, good thing you didn't. Um, uh, you jumps up and bites, pulling down onto this not quite metal, not quite flesh, not quite fabric. None of it seems to be fully there, but yet he bites into it nonetheless, chewing through it like a dense, uh, gristly jello of anything. He pulls through it, leaving a mark in its side that leaks out color. It doesn't almost seem to regard it, though. (laughs) Other than to just gently turn its hooded head in the direction of the dog. Even as Nick is strung up and surrounded by chain. Um, Okay. Probably does whimper at this, because it's fucking weird. (laughs) Um, The man next to you, Conrad, just kind of moves over and drops himself heavily down onto the sofa. (laughs) That's fair. Setting the knife uh, back into a leather case. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, never want to go through that again, drums you that. The, uh, the feeling passes in another couple seconds, I imagine. Yeah, already started. He just kind of sits back and lays heavily down. Um, the woman doesn't really shift her position at all. Her knuckle's still a pale white. Apologies, ugly affair. It happens. Hey, can I take my whole... I, I was holding my holy symbol earlier, so now it's on the outside of my shirt again. Um, you can definitely tell the man next to you can looks at it more than a couple times, but isn't saying anything. <laughs> he better be um, looking at approvingly. <laughs> Grimhild, we are on hair triggers today. Okay, uh, this ghost needs to be dealt with, so I'll go here, and I will do a fainting attack. The ghost. Oh is no, it's not going to work if you're unconscious. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> The ghost is looking one way, and it's looking another. Who knows? Does a 19 hit the ghost? That will. Ghosterman. Okay. Uh, do I want to do a menacing attack on the ghost? Would it, okay, if I use disarming attack, could I make it stop chaining my bro? No, you would have to instead try and extricate him from them. Could like I use a push? What about a pushing attack? Because I, I would knock it away from him. Would you bring him with him since they're tangled together? That sounds really painful, getting someone pushed away from you while he's holding spike chains that are around you. Uh, well, then I won't use any of those just yet. Let me that. Ooh, nice. Okay. 11, 19 points of damage, and it is quite magical nice. and silvered, and probably kind of holy. Okay, yeah. You cut into this thing, and you see as it pushes through it, not in the same way as this kind of ebb and flow of passing through it and leaving some sort of mark. No, more in that when you cut through it, it leaves a space behind, like you had actually severed something. And it lets out this heavy sound, just <sighs> That's letting the holy out. Okay. Extra attack. Otherwise it builds up in the pancreas. Does a 17 hit? One sec. Yes. 
Okay. Can't, should I try to menace the ghost? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'll let you know as a thing, since you hunt ghosts, ghosts don't tend to get frightened of anything. They ain't afraid of anything. Yeah, I'd still get no the extra damage, though. That is true. Um, Good call. Do you want to spend your superiority for damage? That's mostly what I use it for. No, I'll hold off for now. Cool. Just a hit? Very probable hit. Second, 11, plus 17 points of damage. If you're wondering, wondering why I'm re-rolling, if it's a 1 or 2, it's because of my versatile style, which lets me use great weapons. Nice. This lets you re-roll 1s or 2s, which is really amazing on great swords. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, it's it's stupid with great swords. It's made for great swords. Um, Bop it. Slice it. <laughs> Exercise it. Okay. You once again scythe through it, and it observes you. Not specifically aggressively, but you can see its chains begin to rattle. It's murdering my bro. Oh, sure. Uh, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So I guess I will action search. All right. And I will do another fainting attack because I get my bonus action again. Because fuck the police. I'm straight from awesome. the close. I really want to crit so I can double up on my bullshit. I will hit though. Okay. So. Damage. Okay, that's 13 points of damage. Okay. And then the second one. A 24 also hits. Yep. Um, nice. 17 damage again. Damn, alright. Yeah, you start flinging about tattered sprays of ectoplasm around the room as you carve through it repeatedly in a flurry of blows. It still seems primarily corporeal, but you can tell that a decent amount of its mass has been lost to this alone. It's, I'm mumbling something while slashing about well, not just devils, but ghosts and vampires. I see how it is. They go mad. They can't just choose one thing to sell their soul to. <laughs> um, that sure brings us to Faustus. I think I know what I might end up doing next round if it's still alive. Ooh, I have such ideas. Faustus. Sorry. I'm going to need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Heck. I want I want this to be noted also. As thematic as it is, I did roll randomly for this effect. Sure. Uh, let's see. Roll an 11. Um, so. 6. Uh, 17. Okay. For a moment, when you look upon its face and look in its direction, there's this light almost that pours from within of it, that blue color, and it shimmers in the air, and you can... Almost swear for a second, you see pale skin, blonde hair of a garb of an inquisitor, sort of aside and a smile on the face, and then it's gone. Moments later, you shake your head and you can see once again these chain figure there, floating in the air. However, now you have the rest of your turn, so. Oh, pausing for the week. That is fine by me. It is getting late. Oh, jeez, it's three. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I did not even realize the time. My contribution today was strolling into a room and comforting some servants. <laughs> you need to come out here and smite this ghost with your divine power, God. I want it. it was my turn. <laughs> I'm planning on shifting into a black bear because why has it got to be black, Susan? <laughs> because I'm not good enough to shift into a brown bear. <laughs> I, uh, they, are, they are twice as complicated to shift into. No, we're, we're good, Kevin. I just didn't see that, you know, but. But um, when I'm in animal form, all of my attacks, physical attacks, count as magical attacks. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Fair. 
Yeah, we'll have a good night. Good night, guys. I'll have a very good night. I've been around Teddy too much. I'm sorry. Anybody want anything else on recording for it? <laughs> no, I mean, this is going to get spliced together, so it's going to get oh, right, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs>